You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. Young dog, always. <laughs> Sweat. I had to just let this roll out just a little bit. This beat's hard. I told you, man. Had you playing there at the party, looking swagged out. You for sure did, man. <laughs> hey, I got you looking all good. Got you looking all great. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all though. Big C don't never slap no dog at the functions, man. That should be having me mad. <laughs> Like you got a lot of dolph on your laptop too, mm-hmm. man. You gotta start It's the up. man with the plan. I ain't caught camp with some of the ladies. Do call me Superman. It's your boy Big Cali. In my second. Yeah, you can go ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Do we do it? This is the way it go. Uh, rare Argoon Dream have two step shoddy big dog. <laughs> it's your boy Marshall. Keep it simple today. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, man. It's Argoon Radio. And uh, yeah, man, feeling good, feeling great. Another day. Why'd you ignore me when I say you don't play no Dolph at the function? Because I do play Dolph at the function. No, you don't. I go to all your functions. I don't hear, <laughs> I don't hear no damn I played, Dolph. Did I play Dolph on Halloween? Yes, you did. And did I play Eddie Kane? <laughs> yes, you did. It wasn't slapping. But did you ask me what song to play? Which one should I play out of all these? He didn't know any of them. I, was I like, do. I, do. I got him. <laughs> all right. You want to be real with you? What? All right. I'm going to come clean. Come, I listen to Young clean. Dolph. Uh-huh. But I don't really play him in the clubs because most of the times I get on the sets, it's like 12, 30, 1 o'clock slot. Like, mm-hmm. and nobody want to come in hot with no trap music. They trying to twerk and get it popping. So I'll come in with the twerking. Let Dolph make something with City Girls or something. I'll play that in the club <laughs> at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock. <laughs> for sure. But in my car, in my whip, where I chill, I listen to Dolph. Okay. He, he, he's one of the only trappers that made it off of just purely selling weed. Yeah, and I feel like he 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 tells the most truth out of all this. Except for that deal that we still he said, don't know He signed about. a deal? He's, he, he, he said it. He did that whole thing like, oh, I didn't sign no deal. I didn't sign no deal. I'm independent. And then it came out, he signed. No, but he said it. Like, I signed a deal, but like I shouldn't have. Like, these niggas ain't let me uh, release my music as I want to anymore. That's stupid. Yeah, he was dropping constantly. Yeah. Mm. So he kept it real, you know? <laughs> really, really rapper in the game, Dolph. I love you, man. You motivate, you motivate me early in the morning, man, to get up. Hey, get I can't lie. Work. If you For listen real. to Dolph first thing in the morning, you will have a. a You're gonna day. do whatever you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna get done. Like. <laughs> it will get done. It will get, get done, done man. Sure. But nah, man. Uh, it's, where are we at right now? This is November. Yeah, yeah it's first, first of November. First week. Jesus. Yeah, it's gonna be October long. went by fast. Yeah, I feel that, like I don't even remember October. I feel like it was like my dad's birthday and Halloween. Yeah, my, that might have been one of the fastest months of the year for sure. That was too deep. It man. gets like that towards the end. Shit yeah. be flying by. I hate it. It do. And then when we, once we get to Big C's birthday, it's just like it's a wrap after that. 
it's over. Yeah, year, year over. You got that six day window right after. And you always trying to do hella shit too, man. Wearing niggas <laughs> out. Hey man, we got a five day birthday extravaganza. Hey man, cool and all that. All I'm gonna say is this: what I'm in talks. We we already planning some events. Mm-hmm. Big Cali birthday weekend this year mm-hmm. is about to be crazy. How many how many days is this weekend? It's at least three so far. At least three. Yeah, I got some private events. So the, the, the private events point. can be five. <laughs> if so, hey, I'm not doing five, bro. <laughs> you got to. I'm doing two. If, if, if you have three, I'm doing two. If you have five, I'm doing two. What so I, I can seven? guarantee you. I'll give you three. I'll give you three. I'll seven? give you three for the full week. Oh man, but nah, man. How's uh, your beginning of November been, though, Ring? Uh, it was good. We had we went to a function that my boy Alante threw. You DJ, that was cracking. cracking. Yep. Nah, that was that was cracking. Yes, uh, been working, been shipping orders. We're down to the the last couple things. You know what? Not to cut you off. Can we go back to that party real quick? Because I thought about something. Yeah, go ahead. I literally was walking around the club with a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I yeah. felt like Johnny Cash. Yeah, you told me that after I left, you was on some ghetto shit, <laughs> <laughs> and I respect that. Look, I had a whole bottle to myself, and I was like, I can't drink it all, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to just be giving out. Liquor to girl That looks weird in the club like, Hey you want a shot girl Come on Like it looks weird You don't want to waste it And you don't want to get too drunk So it, it is like So I gave it away Yeah I just drank it's it Reasonable and I, just, mm-hmm. I just passed the bottle Into a crowd And then just let it fly And then just disappeared Into the mist I feel you Good IE bottle trick Yeah man that was, What was it like It was like four of us Five of us Yeah had two bottles Yeah that was too much Yeah man. it was a lot Party was cool I felt like that was like as popping as it could get in the IE. For sure. Alante threw a good party, man. Shout yeah. out Alante for that. And uh, what was it? I forgot the name of the venue, but yeah, the venue was popping. It was nice. I don't know. And I have you ever hey, have you ever seen that venue ever? <laughs> Never. <laughs> that shit is right next door to Ontario Mills. It's yeah, like, that venue. It's across like it's just across the parking lot. It looked a little too nice. I don't trust when those nice venues just pop up out of nowhere. I feel you. It just seems a little good. <laughs> in the IE. In the IE. All yeah. that good ass equipment. You make a good point. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. You know, shout them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, go up. My bad, though. You're, you're I saying. I knew you moving right along. You was just about to cut me off. Man, <laughs> this nigga, they see don't show me no love. He bro. did cut you off last yeah, time. Yeah, last time just wrapped. <laughs> fuck this nigga ring. Spun the record on me. Man, God. That's, still, that's two in a row now, bro. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get the signal. You with Natalia? I'm putting all the clues together now. You see what I, how I really feel? Yeah. <laughs> So what you doing, Reem? Okay, yeah, fuck that. All right, moving right along. Um, yep. Uh, maybe I've been, uh, I went to the Homegirl Sarah's uh, art show yesterday. It was pretty tight, man. Made it, made some pieces with her. Um, a few purses. Looking man. very couture, as Big C. Very the, couture? The, yeah, the, the word Big C loves. <laughs> hey, man, my couture line is amazing of Reem. I have, a, I have a few couture pieces on lock. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, so Sarah's event was dope. It was like, a, what was what type of art event was it? Um, She makes, she's like, I would call her the craft queen, you know. So she, I makes, respect that for sure. She makes, she gets real crafty with it. A lot of things were made out of uh, felt. Yeah, like uh, man, it's just hard to explain. You have to go. In there. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got. I seen the picture you posted of yeah. the the bags, and those was crazy. Yeah, some they're all they were made out of all uh, materials. One of them was made out of bubble wrap. That's what the show was called. It was called Bubble Wrap. Okay, so that was incorporated in some of the pieces. It was like wrapped mannequins and felt hands. See, this yeah, Sarah shit, yeah. man. Sarah, you know, Sarah's, Sarah's explaining it. Yeah. I understand because look, last time I even went to any event is when she had the spot on Cathedral City off of a. Uh, was it one eleven? 
Yeah, right after 111. Yeah, and she just opened that spot. And I remember it was, she had all the art pieces and it was like super swagged out. And then the next day, we had, it was like an event. I think it was doo Up in the Desert or something. And she had the whole craft and, and stuff oh, yeah. at the function. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she always had the, the crafts and yeah. stuff at the most popping spots. Because you'll be in the club, get a crack, and then you'll go outside and do arts and crafts. Yeah, that's it's, it's a very social thing to have at a party, you know? Yeah. I would never think to do that, though. That's why <laughs> I get it, though, man. Smart. Very smart. So you were up in, uh, where was that at? I was in Redlands. Uh, okay. So there was a lot of hanger beer there. I was very drunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> was... Off that hanger hard? Yeah, I was like a hanger hard. Uh, Kale little head was with me, so I was, I was roasting his little head. Am I? Am I? Even though I know this is that's why he's not here today. Am yeah. I? I'm putting that out there. He was whipping my ass in ping pong, though. I ain't no liar. <laughs> I ain't no liar, and I ain't no capper. He was whipping my ass in ping pong. Yeah, dude. He had me. He's he's been whipping my ass in there. I ain't gonna lie. That's the one thing that he he watched with. Forrest Gump way too many times. That's, that's why. probably that's, <laughs> that's probably what it is, bro. You're right. That's what it is. Oh man, that's yeah. what's up. So, that's but, a, this, I mean, we, when were we here last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, We've been working. Know, that was just what happened this week, I guess. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> how's your week been? There? Yeah. How's your week it's been, been cool, man. Uh, got the nonprofit moving, taking the next steps to get that going. Being official. Okay. And then um, just starting some new hobbies, man. Making candles. Yeah. So yeah, it's holiday season, the, man. I see you got the candles right here on the table right now. Yeah, this, this one. The prototype. We the, yeah, we we waiting for some uh, just some samples, you know. But we about to get the labels and all that cracking. So by December. We'll be ready to take y'all holiday orders. You feel me? <laughs> Let's go. Let's you said go. that. You some. said that so. We'll be ready to take your holiday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> putting some um, some scents together. Everything so far we're using is I'm growing in the backyard, so it's lit. Like, mm-hmm. man, that's freaking dope, man. That garden is uh, crazy. You haven't been to Marshall's Garden? Nah, I still haven't been there. And even though I was talking, and we had the whole episode where I was asking. Every- um, advice on plants and all that stuff. Still ain't got no plants. You ain't shit. Still ain't started my garden. You ain't shit. <laughs> See, man, now I you missed working. it. You missed it. Now you got. You just got to come back in March. Yeah. Like, what? You shouldn't plant right now. Wait a minute. Why I can't plant right now? Mother Nature, the laws of yeah. the universe. Oh shit! It's better to just plant. It's certain spring seeds you could plant that are like pretty hardy. Like Hardy and they'll they'll make it through hopefully this cold, but it's just too yeah, cold to plan. I don't anything. like hopefully and hope and maybe it's in it could we can see. It's got to wait a half a year now, bro. Yeah. So when's the best time to plant anything? March to like August. Yeah, July. August is cool. You know, August. Yeah. And then it gets tricky when you plant stuff in March too, because the summer might like it might torture. It. Yeah. Depending on how good it grows, like it might get torched in the summer. Yeah. See, this is too much, man. I don't know. But man. if you're planting like rosemary and this lavender, is a lot. it's not it's not gonna take that much like yeah. for you to keep those up. Sage. A like, lot of these plants are probably really resilient. Yeah. Like, they'll survive. Yeah. Or they'll so, die out and then you'll look like a couple months later and it's all type of just new mint, all type of shit growing. Just cause like watch, the seeds. Watch when you get on it, big C. You're gonna be outside <laughs> smoking a joint. <laughs> I'm gonna Water be looking, in the plants. I'm gonna be looking relax. like Jody. I'm gonna be like Jody. Really like come on, baby yeah. boy. You for sure gonna look like <laughs> outside that. in the garden, crossing my feet, you drinking have your wine. Hat on. Yep. <laughs> it ain't too much movement. It's a lot of things that you like that you would like about. <laughs> I hate you're selling me on gardening. You don't like it. You don't like it, bro. You're gonna be watering it, just chilling, cooling out. Listening cool to music. Baby. It's crazy. Yep. It is not that popular. All I see is when I think of gardening, I think of pulling weeds. I think of dealing with rodents. I think of dealing with <laughs> fucking the nature. It rain, it's heat, cold. Maybe if you have a big, if you live on acres, possibly. Waking up in the morning early. And doing what? Yes. See, because look, my dad, 
he was the gardener. Uh-huh. He did all that. Mm-hmm. But like he's trying to force me to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. And like I would just be like, I'd rather clean the whole house than do gardening. He had you doing all the hard work though. My like all this shit is not tight. Pulling weeds. Yeah. Doing other crazy things. If I'm you not- plant enough stuff, you really don't even have to like deal with weeds and stuff yeah. like that, really no more. We get like in our backyard, we get like it'd be it's probably five weeds back there. Just like in random spots. Just we just don't really get that much shit. Mm. So yeah. whatever you're thinking, you just scar from your childhood, bro. <laughs> I'm just traumatized. Yeah, I think, traumatized. and I, you know what? I'm just gonna let it be. I'm still, on. I still got 150 dollars credit at Home Depot, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> you gotta run that up one day, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just, I'm yeah. just gonna go there and buy a bunch of rosemary. So by uh, June, I want your garden to be in the pre-popping stage. Yeah. So I got to start in March. Yeah. Just like you know, go get five plants, plant cool. them. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be plant based big Cali anyway and by you, then. Oh my god! <laughs> and you could just tell <laughs> so, so I mean I might as well have my own garden to have in the backyard to do my thing. And if you don't want to yeah. take care of your plants, you could honestly just plant a bunch of succulents. Yeah. What do you mean by succulents? Cactus, aloe, aloe, jay. Oh, okay. Stuff Those don't like need that. shit. They just grow. They don't need shit. They don't need nothing. <laughs> my grow. aloe just. I don't know if I ever water my aloe. That's just just getting bigger and bigger. Hey, aloe is so appropriate though. It's so good for like your hair. And your everything. Hair. It's good for everything. Digestive system. Everything. Wait, you you be eating that? Shit? You're supposed to. You're supposed to yeah. eat it every morning. Like that's what you're supposed to do. It tastes terrible. Really? I rather mm-hmm. juice it. Yeah. Oh, you drink it? Oh yeah. man, I'm. They have aloe juice that you're supposed to take a shot. Oh yeah, of. well, I've seen that green goopy yeah. juice. You just take a little shot. Yeah, I'm straight. Yep. Yeah, man. I'm cool. I just keep praying every morning. <laughs> hey, I don't do it either, but I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you're supposed to though. <laughs> it's just decide. how's your week, man? It's been good, man. Lots of work. Um, definitely. Okay, yeah, definitely. That freaking that big ass freaking crate water bottle thing. Hey, stay freaking hydrated, sh- y'all. Yeah. Construction work. But but no. Um, I wanted to do a definitely send shout outs and prayers to everyone affected by the fires right now in Cali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely deep. Uh, even down to the king had to leave his leave his castle. In uh, Brentwood, I seen that. <laughs> and he, but he sent the he sent the first responders a taco truck. Oh yeah, I seen that as well. And uh, shout out all the inmates too. That's uh, fighting the fires too. That's getting yeah, no. Man. They're the ones actually probably saving. Yeah, the majority. What I hope, I, black conspiracies with Tree Heaven. <laughs> I hope the man isn't doing this, man. They said. All the fires were so, just set on fire. Though. It makes sense. A crazy conspiracy uh, is where all the fires are. Is where they're building that bullet train. It's the track for the bullet train. Stop! Track. Are you serious? Yeah, that, all the fires. It's just like it's basically building wait, a perfect it, what's trail. What's a bullet train? What is so that? that's going to be the train that gets you from L.A. to San Fran in an hour. Yeah. What the fuck? And all the fires have like not to say like strategically been like. Fire's been there, but all the fires like kind of line up to like a perfect. When it looks like the man, he's behind it. <sighs> sure. <laughs> well, shout out, shout out all the first responders. <laughs> I can't comment on that. That's a little deep. That kind of hurt me. Right? I was like, really? A lot of yeah, the man. firefighters, they're like private contracted, like they're contracted firefighters. It's Wait wild, a minute. Bro. Wait a minute. It's, a, Wait. it's crazy. Is this bigger than Nino Brown? <laughs> it's bigger than Nino Brown. It's wild. Okay, also, uh, let's see, this week, I did uh, Soul Pop Sessions last night. Yeah, yeah, uh, how was that? Man, amazing. I seen, seen probably, this is probably one of the most eclectic group of artists I saw, because they're all from different countries. Mm. Like, one of the people, 
it's I want to say Bolivia, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And then another one's from Nigeria, and then another artist was from the UK, I believe. Okay. And literally everybody brought it. It was like crazy packed, sold out, basically mm-hmm. packed out. And man, of course I was playing the slaps. Yeah. Had it like a function in there. I seen your long ass story last night. <laughs> I know when Big C story turns into a, a thousand little dots. <laughs> <laughs> like, this nigga's got something popping right now. It was, it was too late. I, I couldn't <laughs> let my phone down. Yeah. And you know, man, but nah, it was good. Had to deal with uh, LA traffic, of course. That's always mm-hmm. fun. Weekend. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We, it's something we ain't talked about on the radio, but we've all been affected. What? The 60? That fucking 60 oh, freeway. Yeah, man. I have a personal beef with these niggas, okay? <laughs> you can't shut down the, the only way we get out of this motherfucker. They Basically, have, they have to on the weekend. If you're from Marino Valley, the only like the 60 West yeah. is the way you get out of Marino Valley. You get into LA, wherever else you're going. Mm-hmm. They shut it off halfway through and make you have to go all around the different cities and so explore. Extra. Yeah, and I don't even see what they're building. Like it don't look like nothing else is coming out about this. I don't know what they. It's always like that though until. Like you see, like, like oh, okay, ten years from now. Better. Remember that? Remember how you used to have to get on the 91 from the 60? Yeah. yeah, and it was like that tight. Like, oh yeah, I remember. until they built that big like bridge, like yeah. that like shit was hella. Years. It took like twenty years for that big ass yep. bridge. And now it's cool though. The night getting on the ninety one is never packed. Yeah, it's not never. that bad. Yeah, so you know you just gotta wait. You know, but they have you. to think about See, it. See, it's all a decoy. <laughs> Why is he designing the freeway for everybody? <laughs> I'm working with the man behind the scenes. The look, look, Big C. It's a good thing we just need to vote. And we just need <laughs> <laughs> But they have to do it. We're people that go out on the weekend, so it affects us personally. People that go out on a, on a weekday, you know, same shit for them. I was thinking about that. Like, what if they started the construction on a Monday? Like, it would be midday. hell. Yeah, it would be hell. It would take people six hours to get to work from LA. <laughs> if that there was no sixty, dark. everybody was just shoved on the two fifteen to the ten. That would be fucking crazy. Be Sorry, this is all California talk for all the people yeah. outside of this. Is, this is what we deal with. Okay, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But yeah, I think I know, it's like the carpool lanes or something they're doing, like on the sixty. Does it all to make a bigger carpool lane? The lines look different. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. the lines. Like, yeah. It's like, like you Papamona, could go in and out. Yeah. Papamona, the lines look completely different than they did. Like, mm. I don't know what that means, what's going on, but I'm assuming Some laws that, about to change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that it's going to be more beneficial for us in a few months. Well, let's just stay uh, positive I, about that. I feel you. But fuck that construction. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> yes. Um, John Witherspoon passed away this week. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Pops, man. man. That, was, that was crazy. That, Because you know what blew me up about that? I was watching the Laker game, and AD was going dumb. We're going to talk about that later in sports. But mm-hmm. AD was going stupid, and I was tweeting. And then all of a sudden, someone said, oh, my God, no, not Pops on Twitter. And I was like, oh, my God, why they kill this nigga every week? Mm-hmm. Every week they were saying he was dying or something like that. Yeah. And then when I saw uh, Regina <coughs> King. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Regina King uh, tweeted, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, man, uh, that's deep. But I mean, did you watch the last Joe Rogan interview with him? With pops? Yeah. No. It's a it's one that came out no. right before he passed away. No. And I I know it sounds dark, but it was like you can kind of even feel it in the interview. It was like it was just too perfect of an interview. Like, it was like, if I don't ever hear another interview by John Weatherspoon, it was like, I can always go back and listen to this one. Like, yeah. dang, because he was just classic pop. Talked about everything. Yeah. Talked about drinking wine every night. Didn't care. Turned up. Talked about all the money, the the history, the movies, all that, man. My nigga, Pops was an Aquarius nigga, though, so. <laughs> he was? You know he like to turn up, baby. Definitely, man. And uh, he was like a, 
like a real fatherly figure in all of our lives. Every single yeah. every single my character dad, he played was bro. a dad. My dad liked pops. Yeah. Our dads like like everyone mm-hmm. could remember a role yeah. or something specific. Like even I was thinking about Boomerang and all those scenes and stuff like growing up as a kid. Oh yeah. And even he was yeah. in Five Heartbeats. Yeah. He was the radio host. I don't think I remember him, remember him until I seen House Party when I was younger. That's like my first memory. Damn. Man, so yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Pops, man. R.I.P. Pops, we love you, bro. Peace. Yeah, man. And uh, definitely what I was going to say, too, is uh, bring up this week is T-Pain. Uh, <laughs> what, this his tour? Not only is this tour, but niggas need to put some respect on my nigga T-Pain's name, man. Of course. I feel like he don't get enough love. I feel like nah. we're not giving these these artists their roses while they're alive, man. Yeah, he doesn't get enough love. This nigga has made 10 years of our lives. No cap. Yes, Ten years, all slaps, different genres. Yes. Everyone worked with him. Yes, sold out. He did it all, and he can't even sell out a tour. He can't even go on the road. He said it was oh. just like it was bad part in um, management, planning, and stuff like that. It happens. It's not that he can't do it. I think it was just a bad situation that he got himself into. It's crazy because how we were talking about South by earlier. Yeah, we seen T Pain perform forty two songs at the Fader Forty. <laughs> <laughs> All slaps. All slaps, bro. It's crazy. All slaps. I didn't realize how big like his discography was until like it's he performed crazy. a forty-two song set. Yeah, as far as like songs from a person that I would want to hear, he's probably like in my top five. You know, like as far as like songs that I know that I could just yeah. name off the top of my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's probably in my top five. T Pain needs more respect, man. People he gotta is. give him that. He gotta give him his roses while he's here, man. Support, support T Pain. He, he's 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 pretty young too. I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. He's yeah, only, he's only a year older than me. No, he's not. But he's in the game early, you know, like 20, Damn. 21. Wait a minute. Yeah. So he was like right out of high school. Like, yeah, <laughs> just making slaps. That was crazy. Thirty four. You thirty three, thirty two, thirty three. I thought T Pain was like forty. Nah, I thought he was like Snoop's age. Uh-uh. He has a crazy TV show too that comes on Fuse. Yeah. What does he do on his TV show? It's called um, Business something, right? Yeah, like T Pain's like business school. School of business. School man. of business. Hey, man. <laughs> it's it's hard, bro. You never like, seen it? <laughs> Wait a minute. You never seen it? So you're telling me T Pain is teaching a school of business? Nah, he's like. He's just going to businesses that are like thriving or popping and, and he's seeing. putting you on. Yeah. Like showing oh. you their formula. Yeah. I'm gonna say that's like MC Hammer giving like, <laughs> like a school of business. Like, Hammer uh, School of Business. Uh, but you know what? If you've ever been in that situation where you had hella money and you blew it all. Okay, you probably you, know everything. You know it all, bro. I might take advice if you lost it all and gained a little bit back. That man said he blew 40 mil. I can't fathom. There's nothing that. you didn't like, see. Once, once I get to ten, I'm gonna be like, hold on, man. <laughs> like, wait, ten million gone. I need to chill out. <laughs> no, I got no. I got ten left. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Going yeah. from forty to ten is like. No, you blow through thirty quick. Yeah, and you only have ten. Got to chill out. You realize how you, fast you can spend that what ten. Are you spending with thirty million dollars. Crazy. Like, you're doing crazy. So you're buying Bugattis. You're doing weird shit. You know what's funny? I seen T Pain in Atlanta pull out of uh, it was a strip club. It's called Onyx. Mm-hmm. He had the Bugatti. And he came out with three girls, and they all hopped in the Bugatti. Bugatti's only like a two-seater. I don't know how he fit three <laughs> girls and him in the Bugatti. And they all walked in, and they drove off fast. Wow. Like, quicks, burned out. Everybody's like, let's eat It's crazy. <laughs> he, lived, he lived a lot of life already. And though. he performed at Clark's Homecoming, like, five, six years ago. Did three hours, no breaks, they said. Damn. Three-hour set, no breaks. Like, just boom, 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 He's boom, a real-ass performer. Mm-hmm. Like, left, left they thought he was over and came back and did, like, another hour and a half set. So in your in your uh, 
like, uh, not adolescence, in your grown up life, mm-hmm. is T Pain in your top ten? Yes, I respect. I that. have to. I have to. It's too many slaps, and he's worked with everybody. Yeah, what hasn't yeah. T Pain done? I feel you. He won the Mass Singer show. He did. Really? And that show yes. was crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, you would have never thought it was him because he was singing no auto-tune, no nothing. So, you know, I don't know. T-Pain, only reason, too, is just like, I just don't understand. I don't know why he's not popping right now. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, dummy popping, he should be like, I think he should be bigger out in the world. I don't world. think he wants to be or cares to be. Yeah. I think that could be a large yeah, part. Like, and this fan base is a weird age, too. True. Yeah, but he has the ability to keep up with the streams. He could drop new shit. He was dropping so much new music before like streaming was even really cracking like that. Yeah, he was. He was the ringtone king. Yeah, besides Soldier Boy. I tell you, I just don't think he cares as much anymore. You know, he's still a talent musician, artist, but I just don't think he's trying to be in the rat race like that. Well, speaking of someone that's getting back in the race, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's back on Netflix. Doing what? Yeah, he just dropped. He first he got the deal. He signed the. One of the biggest contracts other than Chappelle, I believe, okay. with dope. Netflix. So he has a stand-up special coming out. Mm. But he just dropped a Dolomite movie. My name is Dolomite, and it's yeah. about Rudy Ray Moore's whole come up from like a stand-up comedian to him coming up with the character of Dolomite and making his own movie and financing it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm going to be real. When I was watching, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it off the purely fact it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Hey. Like, I was just like, is Eddie... Fuck it. I watched Dr. Doolittle. Like, well, the can't be crazy. <laughs> like, all right, let's see. <laughs> Did you watch Norbit? <laughs> yes, I watched that weak-ass movie, too. Hey, Eddie ain't gave me nothing in, like, six years. Ten. Ten. Yeah, I was so I, I was clean. Eddie I don't know was, if he came out with nothing within the last six years. Like, Daddy yeah. Daycare. I'm super cool off of that one. He was getting the check, though. I feel him Haunted Mansion, you know. He was getting the money. I haven't seen it But years. anyway, he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously... <laughs> I haven't seen none of those. <laughs> nah, but... um. When I watched the movie, I went into it, didn't really care. I was just like, you know, let's just see. It was amazingly great. Amazingly great. Like, it shocked me how good it was. I've never heard that. Uh, yes, that's amazingly, that amazingly great. <laughs> We're going to coin that that's right now. That's first timer. Yeah, it was really good. The storyline was good. The way it shot was good. Like, I understood, but I was shocked it wasn't in the movie theater. Or it probably is now, but it nah, could have been in the movie It's theater. just going to be on Netflix. Okay. So, so was it that. worth it being in the movie theater? Basically? Yeah, I would drop 15 for it to watch. I laughed. I was generally laughing at a lot of parts. And if you watch Dolomite, mm-hmm. like my dad made me watch that as a kid. Yeah. Probably I love all those horrible, black exploitation horrible films. Horrible movie to watch with your son. But <laughs> I remember my dad made me watch it. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to watch this pimp. Do karate. Like, I don't get it. Him and I, all his Johns, Kung Fu Army. You motherfucker. That's all he said. Like, he would just cuss and do karate and have sex with women. It that's, was great. That's wild. And, but it was the way it was, but it was all a character. You could watch the movie and shout out Eddie Murphy and Come in America 2 is coming out. Okay. I did see something for that. So, yeah. is that, do you I think, think it's Netflix too. Do you think that is, this is a question I have for you. Do you think that is just a big jug? Or it's actually a well going to be a well written sequel to Coming to America One. It's I, tricky. Because I, I, <laughs> I seen Wesley Snipes is in it. I did too. I don't trust. I don't trust this new Wesley Snipes. I haven't trusted him since after Two Wong Fu. 
What is Too Wong Fu? <laughs> you never seen Too Wong Fu? Oh, where he's like... With the drag queen? Oh, yeah. yeah. A long time ago, I seen it. Yeah. Ain't that like a boat or some shit like that? A boat? I'm thinking of something else. No, you're thinking of a boat trip. That's the one with a... Uh, Cuban Q- yeah, Q- Oh, damn. Cuba going through it, too. Ooh, shout out to Juice. Oh shout God. out to Juice. Man, iPhones. Anyway. They got him. Yeah, anyway. What were we talking about? That threw me off when we said Cuban Good We were talking about Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. No, Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, nah. I, Coming to America 2, I think, is going to be good. I don't think they'll let all this hype build up and then just flop. I don't like it's how too long much. it took you to answer that question. I asked that question like two minutes ago, and you're just not answering it. Because I had to think of the most politically correct thing to say, because mm. I do love that. I do love that. So movie. we know you're going to drop your 15. That's already certain. You're yes. going to go see it. Yes. Okay. But I don't think it's coming out in the movies. I think it's going to be straight it's to It's going to be tricky, though, because okay. like if you think about, by the time it comes out, it's going to be like 30 years since that movie came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about a sequel after like 30 years. I yeah. Yeah. I don't like 30 years sequel. Like, I don't. You think about everything that's funny and coming to America is because of that time period, you know? Yeah. So to like push yeah. that to like fucking 2021, like. Yeah. I just know they got Rick Ross's house. Okay, I like that. They're using Ross's house to film it. So I, anytime Ross's house is in the movie, I saw his house was super fly and it was yeah. like. That's lit. Yeah. And they doing it at Tyler Perry Studios and doing Bad Boys 3 at Tyler Perry Studios. Let's go. So shout out niggas getting the check. Get check All man. black money. We in here. Let's Get go. Get money, big tie. Uh, I was going to talk about Jordans, but I don't want to bring up Jordans. Jordans what? Because, all right, look. I'll bring it up because complex content. Because you're a hype beast. Go ahead. <laughs> look. <laughs> I, know you want, I know you want to. I was going to talk about it, but I ain't going to do it. <laughs> all right, go look. Ahead. The breads are coming out. The Red 11s are coming out in December. Mm-hmm. Then the DMP 6s are coming out next year in February, I believe. Okay. I think those are my last two Jordans I ever want to buy. And I think I don't have any other need for another pair of Jordans after that. Cap. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I have to finish eating before I say I was that. thinking about yeah. it, man, because it's like, it's so many more comfortable shoes other than Jordans. Big duh. So many more comfortable. I've been shoes. telling you this. Like after I've been wearing these ultra boots. Come on, man. Like duh. Oh my god. It's not about that though, it's you. You just <laughs> you are just if you're a high beast and you are enamored with something, you're just gonna get it. You don't care about any of the other shit. And you like all that shit. You I, love I, it. I just want the breads and I want the DMPs. When you when you really and the true blue threes. When you really come start out. when you really start when touching the true that, blue threes come out. Did they come out next year or two? I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I was just asking because then that's gonna depending on what comes out between the DMPs and the True Blues, <laughs> <laughs> you might take the statement back. Yeah. Well, it's it's all cat, bro. When you really start touching bread, like when you getting like twenty k to DJ, I'm not gonna walk into your house and just gonna be like <laughs> twenty pairs of new Jordans. I'll just be like, I remember this nigga talking about this shit a year and a half ago. Fuck it, I'm not buying no more Jordans after these. So this nigga got fucking fifty I, I wanna- new pair. <laughs> I have to be done with these Jordans, man. No, you're never going to be done. I have to move on to Adidas. They've been good to me. This thing is... Hey, he... I've been wearing a lot of Adidas lately. They're just so comfortable. Hey, what did they it's give comfortable you? comfortable Nikes, too. Pumas. I would love to see some. What did they it's give you? It's a lot of comfortable they shoes. They didn't give me nothing. <laughs> Why do you keep shouting out Adidas every episode? <laughs> is it NDA? <laughs> we just let's just say let's just say Adidas is very comfortable, uh-huh. and um, I'm probably going to only buy buy a couple more pair of Jordans. Okay, and I'm done. I like that, a couple more, like two, mm-hmm. three. Really? Five, you know. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty. All right, man. 
Well, what else I was gonna talk about? Complex Con, anything in Complex Con? Y'all saw any drops? No. Y'all looking forward to? No, I you know oh. you know me, man. I don't really. I'm not. A, I'm not. Y'all didn't even go this year, huh? Nah, nah. Nah, man. it was yesterday and today. Yeah. The Takashi uh, Mirakami Laker. Oh, I was gonna say Takashi was there. No, <laughs> I was about to say, oh shit, Ain't I have no to way. see this. I'll never call that man Takashi. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel you. His name is Six Nine. His name is uh, Rat. <laughs> no, uh, Splinter. Takashi Mirakami dropped a, a Laker jersey. That was fire. Oh, okay. I, I haven't seen that. I know yeah. that I wanted to see the BBC Reebok collabs when they had the Iversons. They had the Iverson Reebok. Some of those was cool, but I saw the ones that was like the um, not the answer. I forgot the name. No, nah, yeah, the, the like question. Pink. Yes. You know, they're like pink, the green. They're hard as hell. They did it the board flip colorways. And okay. then um, they did like two new uh, Reeboks. Mm. Um, you know that uh, the space print that they got inside the BBC store? Yeah. They did a shoe that way. Okay. Then they did like a camo. They was cool, but like some of them was just like. They was just trying to force it? Yeah, hell yeah. Like if you're going to do the collab with Reebok, just come out with the shoe again. Don't. Yeah. So is last year more of a demand to go to ComplexCon than this year, you think? I think nothing's gonna be crazier than that first year. Like I remember yeah, like probably. seeing that uh like, and that's when like anti social club was going crazy. Like mm-hmm. that was the craziest line I've ever seen for anything in my life. Mm-hmm. Just people just waiting. <laughs> to waiting get for troll fest. <laughs> a troll fest. <laughs> troll fest to open it's the door. That's what it is though. It's just like a big troll fest. It's tight being there though, you know. You and get to I, see a lot of people, get to see a lot of shit. And now they're even moving more towards like making it like a concert. Like people are going for the music. Yeah. Like a lot of people who went yesterday was to see a uh, little Kim and Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Little Kim. Yeah, she had like a whole panel on like how she changed like women's uh, fashion and hip hop. So like, it was cool. They do like the little panels. They did like a live hot one. So little Kim changed fashion for women. For women, like as far as just how they look in that time period. Possibly. Like it was like Queen Latifah, MC Light, then like Little Kim. Got you. Like, yeah. She switched but the whole. I almost want to like, give more credit to like Miss Hilton, the uh, Diddy's Diddy's uh, BM. What you call it? What's her name? Miss Hilton. Yeah, her name is Hilton. Hilton something. Hilton. Kim Porter. No, the other. I'm not even. What you call his mom? Not not Justin, the light skinned kid's mom. Oh, uh, the one I'll be sure. Yeah, no, not I'll be sure. The other one, the one that literally she used to style all the bad boy videos and do all that. I don't know who you're yeah, talking about. I'm not even sure. We're gonna come back and get to that. But, I know what I'm talking about with that. But yeah. wait, 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 she wait, styled she... Little Kim basically. Oh, okay. She gave her basically all like. The so she's swag. a creative genius behind yeah. the behind the provocative swag. Yeah, basically, and then Biggie. But you know, no one wants to give Biggie credit. You know, Biggie definitely put on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Moving right along. Sports talk with Marshall. Yeah, man. <laughs> Assistant coach Momo. Let's get it. Let's run these. Let's run these sprints. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's run these sprints. That's all Base lines. Yeah, let's run and y'all throw up. Let's go. <laughs> Starting with the NBA. It's cracking, man. Lakers. Uh-huh. Only one loss, baby. Got it cracking right now. I don't want to hear shit from no Clipper fans. They were talking all that hear shit from about that loss. We came back. We ain't lost since. Are we talking about the king? Talking about the motherfucker. Talking about king. AD and the Lakers. See, all right. See, now we already have it. No, I'm not going to start that? that divide, man. <laughs> it's all Lakers game, dare. man. I just like trolling LeBron fans. He does. Marshall loves trolling the king. But I must say, Anthony Davis, the other night, had the quickest 40 20 game. In his in Laker history or NBA history? Probably NBA history, bro. Uh, I would have loved to see him play the fourth quarter. 
Nah, because Kobe dropped eighty. I don't know Kobe got. This is forty twenty though. 40, like 20. as far oh, as yeah. just like he probably got yeah. He probably yeah. got that. Yeah, he went crazy. LeBron had a triple double right after that. Yep, <laughs> seen that. Hey man, LeBron. We getting the ball rolling, man. Frank Finally Vogel. benched KCP. <laughs> <laughs> got the ball rolling. <laughs> The internet is so cool, bro. Hell, fuck KCP, bro. Bro, those arrest KCP memes are comedy. That's just sad, bro. It's fucked up, but it's like, hey. I didn't want this for you, KCP. You are stinking it up. But niggas is trolling you too hard right now on, on Twitter. That's but just sad. We balling, man. Caruso banged yeah. on somebody the other day. It's looking yeah. good, man. If you're like it's a fan, looking good. it's looking good for us right now. Yep. Kuzma's uh, back. Is he? Yep, he played on Friday. He didn't play too long, but. Oh, I didn't watch him. I didn't watch the game, really. I watched the highlights of LeBron going dumb. That's all I saw. Yeah, man. We went crazy, but... Like, I watched the full game of Anthony, the Anthony Davis game, though, uh, where he went got that 40-20 game. Yeah. That was crazy. But um, aside from the Lakers, though, man, what I've seen in that game, Luka is crazy. He is. Luka Doncic is. He is. He got next, man. He's not even 21 yet. He's not? Nah. Oh, that yeah. nigga look grown. He look like he got nine kids already. He's European. Yeah. European. European. Oh, he's been smoking cigs since like 12. <laughs> he might Drinking have. beer. <laughs> on the low. He chopping wood. But he's been, I mean, if you've been killing grown men since he was 15 years old, like, you got a different type of killer instinct in you. Shout yeah. out Melo. Yeah, I mean, set that boy, man. Yeah, he going to be next after that. I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited hey, to man. see what Melo do. Something else I wanted to bring up in basketball what? is the Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid fight. <laughs> that was crazy. AKA the Ben Simmons chokeout. Yep. Bro, you see him tap out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That was funny. What was man. that all? Is that really just from the internet and trolling? Do you know anything about where that could even stem from? They like, probably really got beef. They like, um, it was like, it was a dumb double team. Like, Cat was on the fadeaway, and MB, like, came, yeah. extra out late, and he, like, pushed him, I guess. And then, from that point on, just, just, once the camera goes up, it just comes back down to them, like, wrestling. Yeah, man. I don't know. They might really have beef, Big C. Like, I, li- I like when niggas got beef, you know? I don't like niggas we being friendly, <laughs> just the all the time that. friendly. Yeah, man. Like, niggas, some niggas just don't like each Y'all other. Y'all only playing twice a year. Why not? Fucking beef for the next six Question. years. And yep. just really, <laughs> just just go up. at it. <laughs> Do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. If you had to put your money on Carl Anthony Towns versus Joel Embiid, Celebrity Deathmatch, who you think got? Who you think on? I'm land? taking Embiid just strictly because they're going to troll the fact that he's African and they're going to do something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I got, I got, I got Carl Anthony Towns, man. I just man. feel like he, I feel like he just been through too much. He got that like, he got that light skin anger. Like that real, real light skin. Like he been, he can get roasted his whole life. <laughs> and like he just sick of niggas. This is possibly, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Is there? Is there any? It's just one on one. No one can jump in. One on one. No one can jump in. Damn. I feel like Jimmy Butler is just gonna run in with the chair <laughs> and smack both of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm a. I'll pick him. Be he's just a little bigger and stronger. He's too big, bro. Yeah. Too big. Too big giants. Like I just picked the bigger and stronger one. I feel you. I, I don't know you. who really got hands. And the Warriors suck this year. Man, good. Good, bro. It's I'm over. Wishing, I'm wishing Steph a speedy recovery, man. I do too. Breaking your hand You're is right. crazy. I do. That the best shooter in the world. That's so his unfortunate. Hand. It's his left hand, luckily, so that's cool. Like, yeah. not to say that's cool, but it's better than breaking his shooting hand for sure. Yep. It was destiny though. Nothing, nothing like that ever lasts that long, man. Once they got KD, they were playing with fire. Yeah. They were just playing with it, bro. You already beat the king without him. 
<laughs> now you got him. They, they started playing with fire. It's tricky for the Warriors right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel... I, <laughs> Specifically, feel bad for Clay because Charles Barkley looked him dead in the eyes and said, "Y'all not making the playoffs." Damn. Yeah, that was fucked up. And now everybody's hurt, so they only won. They like one in five. Yeah, it's still early. They won a game. Yeah, I don't know who they beat. Who they beat? Yeah, they beat somebody. <laughs> they beat somebody. They beat Couldn't somebody. Tell you though. Would you have ever thought Will said that like the Warriors in a sentence like? Yeah, hey, I knew it. I knew it was, it was gonna come someday. I knew it. Was I'm just come. waiting for it to happen to Patriot fans. I feel you. <laughs> That, they might not never have him though. The, the way the way Belichick knows how to move quarterbacks into his system, like they're going crazy. They might not bro. ever, man. And uh, yeah, what the pay? Are they undefeated? Yeah, still? they're still undefeated. Yep. And then and uh, the Niners are still undefeated. Niners just won. They barely won. That was a good game. That was a good game. Shout out Jimmy G. Shout out to Kenyon Drake. You got me a lot of points on fantasy. I'm here for the upsets now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I for sure ain't gonna win. What about my boy Teddy Bridgewater? Went five and zero without uh without uh Drew Brees. Man, he's gonna get a lot of money. Yep. They said he's gonna get twenty thirty million this summer. He deserves it, man. Guaranteed, just for just for being cool, playing your role, healing up, wearing elevens. And being cool. This is Shelby busting elevens every game. That's how you cash in. On your value, even if you're undervalued going into the league, yeah. When you get your time, just make sure when them lights is bright, you perform. And he did that, so he gonna get paid. Exactly. Shout out, shout out to my nigga. Shout out that man. Anything else? The in Patriots football? play the Ravens tonight, so that's gonna be a tricky game. Mm-hmm. The uh, Ravens is nice, man. Lamar yeah. Jackson. I definitely want to see this game. One Lamar of Jackson versus Tom Brady. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. The Ravens only got I call, two. I call L's. Lamar Jackson beating the Patriots. I call it. Yeah, I, I feel kinda... good about it for some reason. Mm-hmm. They do too. for they do for a loss. There's no way they're going to undefeat it. Why not? Why is there no way? Because they're not doing it. That's just big C prediction. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not. That's you it. need a loss exactly. though. I feel like if you want to make a real Super Bowl run, like you need at least like one or two losses. Last time they went undefeated, they lost to the fuck ass Giants. That was when they had Super Freak on there too. I was mad, man. <laughs> My nigga yeah. Randy Moss, man. He oh was yeah, supposed shout to win out Randy Moss. You know. Got, got your boy on right now. Uh, <laughs> look at you. You know what it is. Oh, soccer. Soccer is crazy. I probably watched the most cracking game I may have ever seen. The other day. Arsenal, what game was it? Arsenal versus Liverpool. That game was crazy. That was the craziest game I ever seen. It was... It was what happened? Two to zero when I got there. And I got there right when the second half started. I went to Dre's house. And then the game ended up five to five. So there's 10 goals scored. What the fuck? But the team that was up two to zero... I think they scored another one, and then uh, Liverpool <laughs> scored three straight, and then they just kept going back and forth, and then they had to settle in shootouts. That's crazy. Who ended up winning? I actually don't even remember, bro. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. And, uh, Liverpool, they had another crazy game um, the other day. Yesterday, Sadio Mane scored another late-ass goal, bro. He's crazy. Yeah, he like, he's been going crazy. He is. Where's he from? Senegal? Or? Yeah, Senegal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to How's PSG doing? They look kind of small. They lost yesterday to the worst team in their league. Yeah. Is it was it Dijon? Dijon, yeah. Yeah. I watched a little bit of that game. Yeah, like like the mustard, <laughs> my nigga. Just like it's it. going crazy though, man. <laughs> I got so many niggas I'm probably God damn it, PSG and Real Madrid looking pretty smoky right now. Yeah. And PSG on paper still has one of the best teams, like player for player how's, with how's anybody. The, how's the American boy doing? He bought a game, man. Yeah. Shout out Pulisic. He bought yesterday. That boy, man. Yeah. In the last three games he started, he has five goals. God he's, damn. He's been going crazy. Mm-hmm. Is he sponsored by Jordan yet? <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah. I think he got the Nike sponsor. Yeah. Nah, Puma gonna get him. Hope gonna get him I'm, on the low. 
Like on the low, Big C, he might end up the best American player ever. Just based off of how he started. Damn. Yeah. I ain't seen a nigga at twenty twenty one balling in the Premier League. Even ever. when he was on Dortmund. Like on Dortmund, he bought out, yeah. made his way to the top. And then like to go from Germany to fucking Chelsea. It's like one of the best teams in like just Premier League history. Like mm-hmm. and he's Chelsea's balling. In, in it's in London. London. England. Yeah, London. I wanna go to a Chelsea game. Yeah, I, w- I want to go to all those games. Yeah, for sure. What's like the most cracking game you think to go to in like Europe? Like the one in like, Europe? Yeah, like if you like what country? What, Barcelona, like, Real Madrid. Yeah, probably. it's the classical for sure. Yeah, because that was even like they came to Miami and did that, and it was still sold out. Like it was a yeah. crazy game. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So you gotta, gotta go to that's what you wanna go to. Yeah, I want to. I want to go to this. Is what I want to. Yeah, I want to go to like Monaco versus. PSG or something like that because I already want to go to Monaco. Where's Monaco at? Monte Carlo. Oh, okay. So you it's said in, that's so cool. It's in, uh, yeah, Monaco. You, <laughs> know, know. you, you gotta you gotta put it all together. Yeah, well, I'm like Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they have you know that that casino that James Bond be gambling. Yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's at. Oh, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm gonna you wear gotta, a tuxedo. You the have whole to wear day. a tuxedo. Or you can't come in. Yeah. So the Milan it. Derby might be crazy too. Which one's that? AC Milan versus Inter Milan. Okay. That game might go up in Italy. Yeah. Yep. Fire food. All Italy's somewhere I just gotta go. Italy, we talk about Japan a lot, but I think after Japan, Italy's the next. You've already been to Italy. Yeah, I've been to Italy. But have you been as an adult? No. I think it's a whole nother experience. It probably is. Man. Probably is. Shout out Italy, man. What's up? You trying to do I'm trying to do a show out there. What's good? What's <laughs> <laughs> good? Let's go. Let's <laughs> good. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. The Nationals. I was won. gonna say that. The Nationals won the fucking World Series. Who called it? Was that Kelly? Fucking Coach K called it. Little Caught it again, hat. that non betting little head nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Caught it. He got it. Yeah, man. <laughs> little ass hat. They did it. Shout out to them, man. And hey, you know, it's a good year for teams that haven't won championships. Yes, it is. You're right about that. I feel bad for that nigga that put that three million on the Astros. He's Lost an idiot. it in game seven. If you got three million on the Astros, you got a lot of money, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you betting on one on a series for three million dollars. On a game seven. That's yeah, so risky. Come on, like, man. That's literally a fifty fifty chance yep. who's gonna win. Like you might as well get who gets the first run. Like you might as well bet on that. Cause they have those bets too. You ain't trying to put three million on who gets the first run. I'd rather do that than a fucking game seven. Just wait just the whole a, time. Just a, yeah, just be yeah. Just be stressed seven, out. Seven games of stress. <laughs> no, I don't got time Especially for that. Especially with tricky-ass baseball, one fucking pitch, it can yep. go five different ways. Niggas can be up 4-0, and then team takes momentum, and then they can still lose. Yeah. It's Bryce Harper on Suicide Watch right now. Yes. <laughs> He's, man, that's being what, greedy. That's what you call molded right there. That's for sure, molded. What is your prices right? Boom, 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 Whatever. Whatever that trumpet is, he that needs that. shit's trash. He That's... fucking left the team and they won the ship the next year. Has that yeah, has, yeah. has this ever happened in professional sports ever history? Never. I can't think of. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah, and especially it was like a big deal of him leaving too. Like it was also like LeBron, where is he going to make the decision type shit? Like yeah, yeah it would be like if he left Cleveland deal. and Cleveland, like when he went to the Heat, like the Cavs just yeah. Won. And you can even First look at the old episodes. We talked about Bryce Harper getting like the biggest contract in baseball and all this shit. And <laughs> yeah, now he has hey, all the money with no ring. Ten year contract, you deserve it. 
Yeah. So you. let's just hope the Phillies can get a ring. Cause I went out. You guys think he was uh, betting against the, the Nationals? The whole fucking yeah. time he had money on the fucking <laughs> Astros. You signed me the two hundred million dollar contract. I'm for sure dropping like a hundred. That the Astros is going. Hundred K. Astros win. They can't do it. They can't do it. They'll never let it. Please, please don't do it. I know he fucking got a bat. He fucking broke a wall down. Oh, yeah. He tore a whole wall down in his house. Cause he's considered the best player in the, the best hitter in the yeah. league. That's crazy. Crazy. They really ran it up. But I knew the Nationals was going to win when I seen one of their pitchers had a do-rag on under his hat. <laughs> oh, my black nigga? Yeah, I was he like... He has a hat to the side of him? Yep. Yeah, I know you're talking about I was like, about. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got man. players like that, you're going to do it. It's true. <laughs> do we got anything else in sports, man? Or did that... um, that's it, man. That's all I could think of right now. All right, man. We're going to oh, move the on. Canelo fight. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't even watch that fight. I didn't either. Him out. I was busy. I think you it was a knockout. It? Nah. So none of us, knock- all three of us, didn't watch the fight. Well, we all were working, then, uh, okay? We know who won, but <laughs> we know who won. Yeah. Uh, and Nate Diaz Canelo. lost. Diaz lost yesterday. Oh, yeah. I saw very, that. Um, niggas was mad. It's a very controversial uh, loss. It is. But, it's because he got cut, right? Did yeah, the top of his eye was cut. Supposedly, allegedly. Yeah, so that ended the fight. It's a little, yeah. it's a little tricky if you ask me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, moving right along to my other favorite part of the show. I hate how you say that every time. Put my theme music on for him. <laughs> the other favorite part. The other, other favorite part. <laughs> Is this the real version? Yeah. It sounds a little more like. Kitty. Got a little more bounce. To yeah, it's like <laughs> a little more. <laughs> <laughs> this is best and worst with Treem Heffler. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> okay, so me and CJ were talking about this the other day. This was a, I was cracking up, bro. So, but you know, I want you guys to think kind of hard on this one, okay? I love the intro. As soon as you said me and CJ was talking about yeah, that, I said, okay. you and CJ talking about something already, like fuck. All right, so what? You could never be on the show while we had this one because we would have the same opinion about it. So, best and worst. Retail store that is a chain. Um, <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> All Re- biases aside, I'm gonna go with Marshalls. <laughs> okay, I like that. You can get some steals there. I've gotten a lot of steals from Marshalls. They got a lot of uh, like skincare products for the low. They do. It's a good place. Yes. My worst would probably be Burlington Co. Factory. Mm-hmm. Why? Because <laughs> it's like a little too junky. Yeah, Clutter. it's a little messy. Um, mm-hmm. Too much South Pole. Okay. Too much South Pole. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just like the options. Like I like I follow pages of people who like find steals at like retail stores. Yeah. And like Burlington is just one of those places. Like you aren't going to find nothing. Okay. Cologne probably gets you some nice cologne there, but <laughs> yeah, possibly you got to dig this. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right. My worst. Mm-hmm. It's a strong tie between like they don't even have that store anymore either. I'm like, you can you can you can use it. That's probably why it's uh, not here no more. I was gonna say like I hate it. Like, nah. I think the best my my best store is Nordstrom's Rack. Okay, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. I just like it because literally you can save you so much time. You can actually get like some good quality stuff for like a discounted price. Yes. It's good quality. It's not like crap. 
It's yeah. not literally. It looks. It's like whatever didn't sell at the tightest stores ever, mm-hmm. and then you can buy it. So it's cool. But the worst, I'm gonna have to say like freaking like Didi's discounts. <laughs> I thought about Didi's for sure, but I, I was like, you know hate, what? You know why I hate Didi's discounts? Because it uh, fucking smells like Windex when you walk in. I it's like too it. clean. Like, yeah. why is it this disinfected? Like, what the fuck is in this <laughs> motherfucker? It's crazy. Is I went to Didi's like two weeks ago and I walked in, I got an exercise ball and I walked right out. <laughs> so it was cool. They had what I needed. I, I never go I in there. I you went to Didi's for an exercise ball. By the way, like of all places to get an exercise ball. <laughs> I, I knew they had one Didi. for under 10. Yes. I hate Didi's too because all the... I've never had good customer service there. Never. Yeah, the security and, guards and, there, like it's security guards there, like as a club. Yeah, because they're just waiting. They're just I, waiting. I hate the way the line set up is. The line is stupid. It's, it's like, like that at all those places, good. though. Yeah. Like yeah, Ross, I was thinking Ross is my worst because their line is dumb as yeah, fuck. You ever had? Is. I had that mama that used to make me try on shit. And in them stores, they don't really have dressing rooms like that. They don't. So you just had to fucking be out there in your drawers in the middle of the aisle. Your mom blocking you. You're trying on different jeans and shit. You're there for like four hours. I, you know, uh, fuck these discounts. And then Mervyn's hated that place, too. I knew that's what you were thinking when you said it's just... Yeah. It was yeah. between Mervyn's and Dee but I was like, they don't have Mervyn's anymore. Dee yeah. is way worse than Mervyn's. Dee is way worse than Mervyn's. Mervyn's yeah. won it, but they try to act bougie. Mervyn's had... They kind of like Coles. I fucking don't even like Coles because they try to act like they're something they're not. I feel you. They try to act like there's something that they're still yeah. cheap shit. Yeah. That's the perfect explanation yeah, for yeah. what Coles does. <laughs> Coles, all they have is tax Levi's. Tax yeah. Levi's. <laughs> Everything else is like. And a blender. It's some bullshit. It's a fake ass jewelry. I hate Coles. In a vacuum. I'm glad someone brought that up. Sorry, go ahead, Ray. I Yo. wasn't even going to think about I didn't even think about Coles. <laughs> What's your best and worst, Ray? Um, I want to know if you guys, if I can use this one because I really hate this store. Okay. But I don't know if it's considered like a retail store or not. Um, big lots. Yes, I hate big lots. I don't think they sell <laughs> enough clothes to consider a big, retail. <laughs> I hate big lots so much that I haven't been in big lots in like years. There's no reason. Hey. I went in there trying to get catch a deal on something and it was taxed. I Everything is unorganized you. in there. It's like fucking candy in one aisle. It's, it's cool crazy. to the next aisle. <laughs> I go there often right. to buy Dr. Till soap. That's the only reason why I go. I go to these places yeah. for very specific for one things. Thing? Yeah. I fucking hate Big Lots. Remember, Big Lots sucks. Remember when it was called uh, Pick and Pick Save? Pick and Save. Yeah. That's what it was called. I was like trying to think of what it yeah. was before. Yep. Pick and Save. Fuck ass Pick and Save. Mm-hmm. I hated it then. Yep. What does Big Lots even mean? No one right. knows. <laughs> like, Big Lots and Kmart's the same. In my eyes. All the Kmart's Kmart. are done. Damn. They just stopped When's the Kmart. When's the last time you went into Kmart? Uh, man, I was for sure out of state on tour. Last Maybe time, like six years ago. Last time I went into Kmart, I was... It's a very funny, rare Big C story. <laughs> I was selling toys in the parking lot for a job. Those little cheap toys? Yes, because oh, look, I was look. This is when I was finding myself. <laughs> I was like, I was like nineteen, not like you twenty, nineteen, not nineteen. <laughs> I was like nineteen because I wasn't even old enough to buy liquor. Come on, man. No, look, he game. I tried to get a job. I, not even try. I was getting a job. You know, your dad on my bumper. I didn't go to college, fresh out of high school. My dad, well, you better get a job or something. Mm-hmm. So I just went online and it said marketing. 
in sales. So I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a marketer. I'm not a sales. I promote. I went to the interview dressed up, ready, killed it. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're going to be our number one salesperson. You're going to have a team. <laughs> you're going to build an office. You're going to have your office. And then once you have your office, those people are going to have an office. Then they could be under you. And I was like, okay. Big ass pyramid cool. scheme. Then I'm yep. calling Dorbees up. Like, hey, Dorbees, I got the good jig. Yeah, I you knew the name through. was coming. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's he going to say? <laughs> When's he going to flip the switch? So look, and then P game, P game, and then it was deep. So I go to the office, and then they give me a bag of toys. Mm-hmm. But it's like tight shit. It's like, you know, like books and cheap kids trinket toys, whatever. Those were, So you're saying those were tight toys? No. So you pulled up to Kmart to compete with them, basically. Oh, this is where the jug goes. It was a grocery store right next to the Kmart. So we set up right in the middle of the grocery store in the Kmart. So we got both traffics coming out mm-hmm. and then we just promoted. And it was, the thing was, the jug was, we said it was a charity. That's what they made us say. It's a charity, except you had to buy the toy and then we donated what you buy. Yeah. You get the weird yes. jug and that. Like yes. you have to buy the toy so we can donate it. So this is. But we have all the toys. Like we could just go drop off the toys and donate it ourselves. But no, you have to buy it so we can donate it. This is a, a very pivotal time in your. You becoming a jug artist. Yes. <laughs> I, can, I can tell by the way you explained this story. I'm like. Uh-uh. He learned a lot from this. I did. It was sick. It was sick, bro. I don't like anything about this story. And oh, Kmart's going to come into this in a minute. So look, this uh, is where it all came in. And then. We in there, so I'm outside, and it's I, I kill it the first day. Mm-hmm. Literally, I sell my whole bag in like an hour. And I go back to the office. They're like, that was your whole day's worth. I was like, ah, I sold it all. So they gave me another bag, and I went to another store, sold it again, came back. Now they moved me up to manager in the first day. Mm-hmm. So now I have my own people in my own car. So now it's me, two other girls in the car. So now these girls are older than me. They're like 25, 26. I'm 19. Damn. So they're like, hey, you want to go get a drink? I'm like, yeah, cool. So now we're drunk. And then we used to go to the Kmart to get liquor. Because that's because you can get liquor for the Kmart. This and then we drank in the Little Caesars restaurant in there. They had a little restaurant. Yeah. And we all used to make our little drinks. Oh and then drink it and then go sell. And then that was a part of our meeting. Just drunk. Drunk selling. Approaching people in parking yes, lots. and I was 19. Wow. Blackout. Blackout I drunk. I threw up one time and then went and sold some more. Hey, bro. They had to drive me home. It was dark. So I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh man! So where you did you have to wear any type of attire? Did you ever like dressed up? Very good question. Because I, I need to know. I need to get the visual. I'm how picturing Big C in a white tee. <laughs> <laughs> trying to no, sell toys. No khakis, uh-huh. collared shirt, uh-huh. nice comfortable dress shoes because you had to stand. Mm-hmm. So like comfortable dress shoes, like business attire. <laughs> Basically how Emron looks right now. Okay. <laughs> His whole minus the tie. Okay. And then I did that. And then I have another question. Yes. Um, so as people were coming out of the store or whatever, like where were you at? Were you like on I was the sidewalk? At the table. Oh, or were you very like, good question. Were you like in between the cars in the parking lot, walking between the parking lot? No, 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 no. That was hardcore. I was okay. the table was like right in front of the store and I was a little bit at you know how the walkway goes down into the street? Yeah. I was right there in the art in the archway. Okay. And as they're coming up like, Hello ma'am, how you doing? Do you have a minute to like help someone for charity? <laughs> and they'd be like, No, no, no. And I'm like, Okay, no problem. I'll just tell the kid that you can't help him. No problem. Oh, have a good day, man. This is so 
And sad. I would say that all the time. Like they'd be like, "No, I don't want it. I don't want." It. I'd be like, "Well, okay, cool. Well, little Timmy in Fontana is not gonna have a Christmas now, so we'll just hope it works out later. Hopefully, someone else can help." And they'd be like, "Okay, well, what do you do?" And I'd be like, "Look, all we want you to do is get this book or something so we can help a family." And then they'll be like, "Well." $20 helps one kid, you know, a family of five usually can help at least a hundred. But if you want to do the package is $200. And then now I can give out to two different families for $200. They're like, okay. And then they'll just give you 200, right? $200. There. Yes. And I'm selling books and cake. I would say, get your black ass out of my face. <laughs> 2007 was a different time. The jug was all tight until it rained one day. Mm, and then I was out there and then I, it was raining and I sent the whole team home. And I went into the office, like, yeah, it rained. I ain't going in. They were like, what do you mean you're not going in? You have to go back out there. I was like, it's raining. They were like, no, like, you got to go out there. And I was like, no. They were like, well, then you're just going to quit then, right? I was like, yeah, cool. I'll quit. So I quit. And then they were like, well, you're never going to be nothing. And just know that <laughs> just know that you had something here. And this is your future. And blah, blah, blah. Don't Damn, ever call me. They was really trying to get you. Yeah, it was like they switched fast. I learned, the, I learned the valuable lesson of the man. Did you give us your best? No, I haven't. Big C, oh, Big, shit. That was a long <laughs> tangent. <laughs> Big C took us down a rare rabbit hole. And only got a drink at Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Damn Sorry oh. what's, your, what's your best department I'm, I'm glad you actually Said that story though Cause I, I don't I don't know if I ever heard that That was pretty rare And also I got a little bit of time To think about my best <laughs> Okay cool Cause I really don't know my best But I'm gonna go with um, I would say Marshall's Because I've probably gotten The best Good draws For the low day <laughs> They got them Sock You gotta go at the right times I got I've gotten Burberry draws there I've gotten um, Armani draws there Damn for the load for like the the nine ninety nine, just gotta go at the right time. Yep. But this is a personal one for me. Um, I'm I gotta go at Michaels, bro. And the thing about Michaels is, I fucking hate you for saying Michaels. I by have the way. to because only you and like the other thirty percent of the world who are artists <laughs> yeah. is like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. All you have to do, paint canvas, is get those coupons <laughs> uh-huh. in your. It's it's a nonstop sale all year. Yeah, Low it's key, like CVS. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen <laughs> it nonstop all year. You all you have to do is just be be plugged into that. I've seen you go into Michaels and get like almost a rack worth of shit for like oh honey, yeah, <laughs> quick. Like, have you been to Hobby Lobby? Yeah, yesterday was my first time in there. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot of trinkets. I've never been in Hobby Lobby. It's before. a lot of like little like things for the house and like statues and like it's like um paint. What's it's that? Uh, it's like it's like that annoying neighbor. I'm trying to <laughs> all the shit that they get. Yeah. <laughs> get it from Hobby yep. Lobby. Yep. It's like Michaels mixed with um. I'm trying to think of like a big lots. No, nah, it's like just like a. <laughs> <laughs> the way I made it sound sounded yeah. like big lots. Bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know how to even describe it. It has a lot of trinkets, bro. Yeah, paint stuff, supplies, and trinkets. Well, yeah. If you want to like just decorate just go, your home just, decor, it's like a it's like a home decor with Michaels. Do you ever like Bed Bath and Beyond? It's too much. That yeah. store is a like, lot. It's too. It's, it's big too and bright. Too many colors. And I always yeah. want to take a nap certain places because it always looks comfortable yeah. with these cardboard. Yeah, man. 
They almost got me the other day for uh for a spray bottle for that like the the fourteen. Just the spray bottle. Yeah, and I was talking to the manager for like ten minutes. Wait, you're talking to the manager? Yeah, because I was trying like, to negotiate. I was trying to. I was no. I was trying to like, hey man, like I'm trying to. This is what I'm making because you know from my hair product. Yeah, yeah. So I like need a certain type of spray. Like I don't want no smoky dollar spray bottle. That's why I'm here. Yeah. And she was like, low key, like we be ordering our stuff off Amazon, so like. <laughs> You could probably get it for cheaper from Amazon. Yeah, they order from Amazon and just sell it. <laughs> yep, and I for sure went on oh, Amazon Prime and sticker. ordered. That's the jug. Yep. So I was on. Hey. Well, good jug to that, man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, wrap that up. <laughs> 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 I hate to say, okay, but no, we said your best. Yeah. We just went down your rabbit hole for the, for your little jug. That was you had a, to come clean about something. That was a deep rabbit hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something on t- his heart. Mm-hmm. That was a <laughs> lot, that man. Off. Because you know, Christmas what? time coming up. I, if you're gonna see these kids out there selling, just buy the just buy it, just do it. I'm not doing that. Just shit. do it. I got man. my own no nonprofit. Toy. You know what the other big jug is? Is the kids selling that big ass box of candy, and they be selling like five dollar chocolate bars that be you weak, know, and you don't yeah. even know the name. Yeah. I do support those kids. It's hard to just sit outside with a bunch of candy all day. I've never. Why done can't you it. just give me a name brand then? No, I'm they five dollars for a non-snicker. They got the world's famous. <laughs> like, world's famous chocolate is. They be having they be our having, version of Kit Kat. They be having their name brand though, Big C. But it just be triple the price of what you can get inside the store. That's why it doesn't make sense. You could go buy that same Snickers yeah, for sixty nine cents. Yeah, <laughs> or three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm cool. I want to support you, little homie, but I'm cool. <laughs> You're sorry. I want you low. I'm cool. Sorry, bro. Oh man. But anyway, for all your podcast needs, we- oh, wait. let me let me do this correctly. My bad. It's this wave. I like this song. We got our guest coming up. Ooh. <laughs> Mickey Taylor's in the building, man. Coming straight down here from Oregon. Shout that out, man. Yeah. We're gonna talk about her journey. Mm-hmm. All through a, and she's working deep in the cannabis industry too. So we're gonna talk on that a little bit. Yeah. Talk about her new single. So uh, yeah, man, tune in and definitely for all your podcast needs, audio visual, go to productiveculture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about a section? Put in Argoon Radio, Big Cali World for that definitely special discount. Mm. And for all your clothes accessories, go to utblifestyle.shop. Yeah. Still got some of the fall line available? Or are we all sold yes, out? Yes, it's, it's still some. It's, a, it's, it's some stragglers left. So, you know, if you go in there and you click your size and it's there, go ahead and, and get that. You can consider hesitate. yourself lucky. And it's for, almost gone. And for everyone out there, mm-hmm. the Taylor Gang hoodie is restocked. Yes, it is. On TaylorGang.com. Yeah. It is now available. The shark hoodie is available. Still. Still. Pack, baby. Restock, restock nigga. <laughs> I want the royalty check. Big. So cop that shit. I feel you. I feel you, man. And um, also for this podcast and also for uh, Big Cali World, go to BigCaliWorld.com. Subscribe, rate, review. We're on YouTube. Also Spotify, what? Apple, Google Play, wherever else you can find it. We there. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we there, baby. Hey, baby. All right, man. We feeling good, feeling great. It's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Campbell. Some ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. It's your boy, Rare Argument. <laughs> hey, you're going to mess up one of these times. You're going to say, you're going to say hoes instead of ladies one time. I know you are. I'm waiting. I'm trolling. It's your boy, Marshall. It's Argoon Radio, man. You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. <laughs> it's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kemp. Some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali.
Ray Argoon. It's Boy Marshall. And this Argoon Radio, that was perfect. That was great. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trolling this time? Nah, you weren't. I was waiting for something. I was like, I thought you were going to pause. I thought he was going to bark or something. I don't know. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> but anyway, man, feeling good, feeling great as usual. We back. And we got our special guest here today. Hello, hello, hello. Miss Mickey Taylor. What's good? Coming in fresh from Oregon. Portland PDX, what's good? Mm. How's that weather out there right now? Crazy? Raining. Yeah, it's about to start. Yeah, gray season has started. It is among us. I have a question. When you landed, did you automatically start coughing from all the smog and fires from the different air quality from Portland to here? Uh, No, but I did have a session when I landed. And when I got out of the session, I like legitimately couldn't breathe when I went outside for a second. It was like, just from using my lungs so much, I guess, you know. It's it's, it's fucked up out here. No, you can see it when you fly in, you know. She's really breathing that top-notch air. Top-notch air quality. All them them trees. trees. Yeah, I was going to say all them trees. (laughs) Yeah, that's some clean-ass air up there. So you come down to the L.A. Area and it's like, ooh, yeah, it's like smog. So, yeah. how, how's welcome? How has been back? Excuse me, how has being back home been? That was a lot of bees <laughs> in one sentence, by the way. I don't know how yeah. I did that, but shout you that out. You were talking about bloods on the, on yeah, the it was, it's all his fault, right? Guys, that's all his fault, not that man. <laughs> nah, but um, how's it been back home, man? It's been great, actually. Um, I was. My a friend of mine is getting married next year, so I came to like help her. I'm her maid of honor, so I had to go through that process. That was a little stressful. Wedding split, like, yeah, like learning all this save the date stuff and everything. So you're a bridesmaid. <laughs> I'm a maid of honor. I met. Wow, yeah, you're the yeah. one. Well, well, I mean, Dang. yeah, I'm the one. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of yeah, totally right. Yeah. So it was like the f- two days of just like intense bridezilla. But I love you, Mary. <laughs> and I'm grateful. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great undercover shot. Right there. That was great. Yeah, and then a friend of mine had a wedding as well, like on Halloween. So that was the first time I ever. Got oh, wait a minute. So you went and planned the wedding? Yeah, like the beginning had- phases. So Mary's getting married in May. Mary in May, and mm. then um, my a friend of mine actually invited me to be a plus one to her friend's wedding, and um, so I got to see like a, my first Halloween. So you've just been seeing a lot of weddings. Yeah, like a lot that. going on. A Halloween wedding sounds like. How was that? that it was actually really cool. Um, the colors were like we wore velvet. It was very like gothic. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Was yeah. it open bar? Open bar and it was taco bar. So oh. I was so excited because I'm in the PNW right now, which absolutely no good yeah, tacos say, are you there. Have no Mexican food so, up there like that. Well, they have it. It's just trash. Damn. Damn. So we yeah. don't know what that's like. We don't. Here, yeah. only oh, time I experienced something like that is when I was in Atlanta. Because mm. all they had out there was like Chipotle or Moe's. Mm. And I don't know if you even know about Moe's. Do you know about Never Moe's? heard of Moe's. I don't know what that Have is. you had Moe's? No. Absolutely not. Moe's is literally, everybody <laughs> looking at me crazy as hell right now. She said absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Moving right along with Moe's. No, that's a cheap, no, that shit's weak. What is it? It's, it's literally like a Mexican food place just like Chipotle kind of. And it's called Moe's. It's called Moe's Mexican Like a barbecue spot. M-O-E. <laughs> <laughs> Moe's doesn't sound like... <laughs> For sure, it sounds like a barbecue yeah. Wait, a restaurant. They haven't... You know what's funny? When I went back to Clark just now, side note, when I went to Atlanta this last time, they have a Moe's in my cafeteria now. Did you get it? Fuck no, I didn't get that. I don't eat that. I can't eat that food no more. Like, but anyway, I looked at it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to have heartburn all day and die. <laughs> anyway, moving right along, though. Mickey, man. 
you're back out here. You moved out to Oregon. What what made you move out to Oregon? Like, what was that move coming from SoCal? Because I know you most of your base was out here. All your music, if we look it up, has always been in SoCal. All your visuals has been SoCal. Your music, you hear it all through it. You are a Southern California girl. I'm the mermaid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to pack up and go out to Oregon and transfer and do that whole situation? Um, I think it was a bit of two things. Uh, the first thing, I wanted to transition. I needed a change. Coming from where we come from, we're always here. We're always in it. We're always in the mix. And where um, are you from again? Like that, I, for people that don't know. Yeah, I was born in Los Angeles. Then I moved to the Inland Empire. Then I went to college. I mean, after college, I went to Long Beach. So I'm, I'm literally a mix of those three. And I will rep all three. So, so all the you way. can just, you know, <laughs> deal the, with it. I love the disclaimer. I'm yeah. repping all three. All three at all times. <laughs> I-E-L-A-L-B-C. It's fine. I've had all the area codes. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. Yeah, I just wanted to change the pace. I was like, I had worked myself out of the contract that I was in. Um, and I was kind of at a crossroads. Like, go indie or go into another contract. And I wasn't inspired. I was going through the same, like, same show, same circuit, same everything, and I was mm-hmm. over it. So mm-hmm. um, I just, I've always been working in cannabis and music like simultaneously. And you can hear that in your music too. I was gonna say, <laughs> especially the high grade album. I was She's going friendly. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no. So I think for me, my opportunities with cannabis just started to progress a little faster than music was at the time. And so mm-hmm. that was just like follow where the wind takes you kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I was in the like long, I had got an opportunity with a friend of mine to work for a corporate cannabis company. Shout out to to you guys, you know who you are. And um, <laughs> and um, my that interview... That was the sneakest way. You did that great. Because <laughs> you know that was coming. I was like, wait, what company? Mm-mm. Nah. Um, yeah, so my interview was at the Long Beach Airport. So here I am, like, at the Long Beach Airport meeting with my potentially new boss uh, for the interview. Nailed it. And he's like, you got three weeks, so figure it out and get to Portland. So I had three weeks to kind of, like, find a place, stack, pack my stuff, sell my stuff, pack Wait my car. Damn. Hold on, hold on. So you're telling me you went to a, you had, you got an opportunity to work in this new cannabis company. And they literally gave you the ultimatum, like, okay, well, you have three weeks to come out here and just start. If you're really going to do it, pack up, come out here, figure Definitely. it out. Wow. Definitely. Definitely. And it was kind of at the right time. I felt like I was just hitting that like out of your 20s phase and you're just done with whatever you already were doing and you want something different to be inspired. Right. So I was kind of already like, look, I'm set. Like this, the money is already there. The money will get me the place. Yeah. I can bring my belongings in this car. The car will get me around. Have I you ever be been up there before? No, I had never been to Portland. Dang. So <laughs> that was a journey. It was like three day drive. Um, my best friend, he drove with me. So we were like, doing the coastal thing or whatever. Uh, and then now we're not even friends anymore because that journey was like way too long with one person in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. If you love your friendships, don't go on road trips if you don't. Yeah, nah, nah. It's I'm, not I'm a show not cool with some people I went on tour with. I'm saying. I don't even like the way you move. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so that started. <laughs> and then my journey started in Portland last year, like October 9th. So. Damn, so you've been a whole year so far. You've been out there. Whoop. The first year yeah. in Oregon. Whoa. Tell me that first month out there from coming from sunny California. And it was fall oh, yeah. time when you moved yeah. out there. It's yeah. raining. It's yeah. cold. I, I hit the gray period. So when I got there, you know, I had no idea about vitamin D and if uh, like sufficiency or insufficient amount of it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about seasonal depression, like none of that stuff. Right. So I'm Damn. going into Damn. Oregon like, I got a new job. It's going to be good. Whatever. <laughs> no, it was like. 
death. It was literally like really hard to handle. It was the so humbling. Mm-hmm. The it, yeah, yeah, totally. And you know, I, when I first moved there, I was renting a room through this like roommate app or whatever because I didn't know anything about Portland. <laughs> Wait. I, knew, I knew no one. A yes, roommate app. Mm-hmm. It's called Roomie. Big up to y'all. Could y'all help me? girl out anyways um yeah it was you gotta do what you gotta do when you're ready to get where you want to go so i looked at it like that i gotta get there i gotta get here so i moved in and i didn't know this person so here i am and like with a stranger living with a stranger and then i'm always in the rain like not even like 72 and like sprinkle like 40 degrees and like dumping and then they don't use umbrellas out there because it's like a thing. <laughs> they look at you like, Wait, you need help? Like, they just want you to be wet and walking? Yo, yes. you got to buy shells. Like every jacket is water resistant. Every jacket, is, you know what, what I mean? What was that process of having the layers of buying coats? Man, I wear a lot of dad hats I don't have now. many big jackets right now. If it literally poured <laughs> down raining, I have three UTB hoodies and some sweats and maybe like an overcoat somewhere. Yeah. You about Bruh, to just be soaked. The majority yeah. of my clothes were like crop tops, cut off shorts, vans, sandals. <laughs> SoCal. Denim. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I had to literally redo everything and you have to learn how to like adjust to the terrain and living in those conditions and yeah, you just learn. Like that was October to December and then March came around and I got started getting bit by spiders. Like I got bit by a brown recluse, had to get stitches. Uh, Skin was all crazy <laughs> and then I was like, I'm out of here. Like I'm done. I remember that Time too, I was like, I'm, I'm moving like, out. It's over. Um, but through that experience, I learned about like my blood type and like just you know, you learn different things about yourself when yeah. you're in different yeah. places and stuff happens. So right. And then it was like right after that when I was supposed to come here in June, yeah. Black Widow bit me, and it was just like, all right, go through that process. So it's been a lot of like so you feeling got bit by two spiders, two spiders in three months, two of the most deadliest spiders in three That's months. Wow, man. Yeah. So someone's praying. <laughs> That's for been you. my organ. Yeah, my grandma's up there. I love you. So, uh, <laughs> like, when you moved out there, did you know anybody up there? Like, any music plugs or like producers? Absolutely or not. No. So you just out there with just. Yeah, so I had my connects that I have in Los Angeles, but didn't know that anybody would like counteract one another, you know. Um, But through cannabis, I was able to actually find like mutual people. So so and so found in a reggae spot that used to be boom, boom, boom. And I sang down there and so and so years ago. So they're like, oh, you should probably just pop up to this place on Tuesday. Yeah. Right. So then I would pop up and then I'd meet who I need to meet. And then, you know, you just get yourself situated and get in. Mm -hmm. Within the first, like, by the time the spider situation happened, by February, March, April, I was like, I had sold out my first show in Portland, and it was on a month. It was on a Thursday. That's Wait a minute, dope. see, yeah. I like how you said that real quick and sold up. But that's so you got there in October. Yep. November, I had, a, December, I had an audition. January. So yeah, three months, and then you sold out your show in yep. ninety days from not knowing nobody out there. It was just what was that process like? What did you do? That sounds a little like A plus. Like what, what you just know? People I was never- Instagram stalking, like not like stalking people, but. Mm-hmm. Following hashtags. Yeah. So it'd be like PDX artists, PDX music venues, PDX hip hop. And I would just literally spend like hours at a time kind of going through seeing whose Instagram, who had a 10,000 or more, who yeah. had access to so-and-so, boom. And I would just pop up or something like sit a DM. And then because I was over that 5K mark, people feel like they could talk to you. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, I can that actually like, <laughs> I, I might respond now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Not two years ago, but I might respond now. So that turned into that. And yeah, it just I see that a lot with uh, different people that I come across. Like people I'll probably hit up like at one point 
and you no, know, they didn't really answer yeah. the DM, and then now they're like, you know, hitting me up. Totally, you know? totally, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good thing, but then it kind of like that's where you kind of humble yourself a little bit. You gotta mm-hmm. be like, you know, it's just a part of the game. It's the internet. It's mm-hmm. the play internet. The game. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. Just play yeah, the game. Like, just tell yourself that. <laughs> yeah, totally. But nah, so like your first show out there, like who are you working with? Like how'd you even put that together? Yeah, so um, you know, my first produce, well, my first producer in LA that I first started working with, his name is Day One. Shout out to him. He's not my manager. Boom. Um. <laughs> That is so interesting. It like hits you in a, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, he 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 like told me, oh, you should reach out to somebody named Trox. And Trox is actually a producer DJ from the Pacific Northwest. Um, I reached out to him via Instagram, and then I saw this thing called Thesis all over the place, and it was like an every month hip hop showcase where they showcase all local artists within the Portland community in the hip hop world, urban scene. Yeah. Um, so I started pulling up to a couple, checking them out. I ended up meeting this guy named Max Smith, and he's the one who kind of coordinates everything. And then uh, they were like, you know, you can do an audition. So I did. They gave me like 15 minutes, an opener, like back in Valentine's Day. And people were rocking with me. They were vibing. And then everybody was doing the Instagram, following, following. So I kept retweeting that information, like those videos, all that mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of March, that's when they were like, yo, we can put you on the bill, we want a headline, you did it. That's lit. And Portland, they don't really pay artists out there. Like, that's the thing that I do feel sorry for y'all because I could never fly where we from. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're giving them beer and like food for like 30 minutes, hours of their time. And it's like, yeah. mm, I'm not really coming from where I'm coming from where I we were could. putting kind of through like a training well, process. Well, yeah. before you even moved to Portland, what most people don't know, you had a very established career out here. You have a oh, very yeah. established I mean, I've been doing music 11 up. years. It's been 11 years. Back started in June. So this past June, it'll be 11 Damn. years. Yeah. So 2020 is like my over 10,000 now. Like it's 10,000 and independent. So I'm like past the 10,000 hours and I'm like on the independent side. So That's right. it's definitely in the process a from um, you from October to February. Did you record any like new music and perform that at that show? I rec- I, re- I did record a song and did use like maybe just the verse and like the front hook of it mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of read the, read the crowd or whatever. Yeah, I, they all didn't know any of my music anyways because I'm you know in Portland so I'm brand new anyways. Yeah. Right. Um, but I didn't want to like the stuff I'm recording in Portland is really soft. And for the first time, I think maybe the rain and the trees and just everything is so like a movie. I'm just writing very soft and like I'm singing very soft. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't ready to be like on stage going from like, move your body like and then ooh, you know what I mean? It's just like it was like throwing people off. So I didn't want to go there that far. I, was I wasn't gonna, comfortable yet. I was gonna ask if like moving from here to there in a whole different environment, like would that had, um did that have an effect on your music? Oh yeah, from like October until about January, I, I couldn't really write at all. Because mm-hmm. it was just crying and like mad and like me deciding, man, F this, I'm just about to get back in my car and drive back home. Like I'm yeah. done here, you know, and this learning curve and they're very passive aggressive. So you have to learn how to like not be be direct, but not be direct, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was all training, so that was hard. Um and I just couldn't focus on music. But um, after New Year's, which is like my favorite holiday, (laughs) you can see the fireworks like out in the mountains. Like they look like shooting stars because there's so many trees. You don't really see the houses. So I live on Waterfront, which is like right in front of the Willamette the Willamette River, you know. Because at the beginning, they told me Willamette. I was saying Willamette, and they were like, that's a Cali thing. That's oh, I was going to say what? <laughs> You'll get it later. Your podcast members will. <laughs> um, but you could sit at the edge of the, la- uh, edge of the river, and you can look up at this mountain, and you see, like, fireworks just, like, popping off out of nowhere. And it just you sat at the edge of a river on New Year's and was like looking at a- fireworks over a mountain? Mm-hmm. That but I was by myself, peaceful. bro. It was very peaceful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're, like, alone. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're just kind of in this solitude. No smog. No 
breathing like great air. Yeah, the yeah. ducks was coming. It's it's unreal. That's I do get like why everybody's like, oh my god, it's beautiful. But yeah. like, do you just, but have you gotten? Do you think you've gotten tired of it, or do you do you like it now more? I think I've just now felt like I'm settled enough to be like, now let me enjoy it. Yeah, that's but tight. they got about a year I left out of me. You know what I'm saying? Because like right. I miss the beach, I miss the sun. Like just even being out here, like catching myself just standing there with my eyes closed. Like I didn't even realize how much of the sun affects who we are if we were already raised Hell here. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. And when I you can't don't even imagine. I'll be outside all day. I can't imagine being somewhere where it's like no You're going sun. to work, you're going to the gym, you're going to eat, and you're going home. Because and in between those, you're getting wet the whole time. Like, yeah. and then That's so dark. And then you're driving. Everybody drives 40 miles an hour. You know, nobody blinks. Like, ugh. They got bikers coming out. Like, it's free. Man, <laughs> I sold my car within the first four months because I almost drove into a... Uh, so they have a street car. So you know how we have, like, Metrolink. It's yeah. over there. It's on yeah. the link. You know how we got blue line. It's, yeah. it's, it's on the line. It's established within the city yeah. where it's at. Yeah. This thing goes on the regular streets, goes on one-way streets, Wait passing Burger what? Kings. The, yeah. Like a train? Just it's r- like rails. It's not even like how San Francisco is set up. Uh, it's just I know like, what you're talking about. It's like yeah. a streetcar rail yeah. thing that just yeah. goes everywhere. Like it just boom. Like it just takes over. <laughs> and yeah, I got stuck in a couple one-way streets and just anxiety in the rain. Like it's just an unsafe environment for me to be driving. I hate driving in the rain. So Having to do it when I have to get around and most of the year. Bridges. And real and, rain. So. And, and real in rain. a city I'm not from or never been around. And crossing bridges. I'm probably not making this city back. A city of rain like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and crossing bridges. Low key, like if we've been out, let's say, well, not even say been out. If there's 20 different events that were happening while it was raining, we maybe only went to like two of them. Mm-hmm. That'll like stop our whole yeah. entire Oh, rain. no. Like, we're not going out. go to all 20. You have to. If it they rains will have rain. costumes and change outfits with Damn. layers on for each one. So each photo that they're at is a different thing. It's a, vi- it's a vibe. That's rare. Yeah. But so are you just- used to rain by now? Yeah, I'm used to rain by now. So if it rained out here right now, it'd be like nothing to you. I wouldn't even need an umbrella. She'd laugh at this probably. Yeah. I, I would, would laugh. Be freaking out. I'm like, man, it's raining. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I gotta get out the car now and get yeah. wet. I don't have a jacket. <laughs> I don't have nothing. I'm telling you, so imagine going through all of that by yourself, a thousand miles away from everything. Like, and you don't even have a studio yet. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't even I couldn't even go. I didn't really get a studio set up till January. So I couldn't even go to like release the Anger and the sadness and all of that. I was just like dealing with all of it. And you're you're pouting because where we come from, we're spoiled. Like, we are. Yeah. And, you, and so yeah. And you as a songwriter, like, cause for people that know, just to give a little context, you write you come from a background writing too, also. Yeah, yeah. I've been a ghostwriter for about seven and a half years. Um, I worked for a company that was just like a indie subsidiary of a larger company. Mm-hmm. And um the management would just essentially hire me out to link in with these new artists that are coming up and I would help them with like studio etiquette training or write some of the lyrics just dead ass or you know, like stu- yeah. That's pretty much and our work basically. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. And like song, yeah, like co-writing and stuff. Also, I would go to a lot of writing camps. So I am friends with a bunch of like different. You know, hey, I've been seeing these producers writing camps. and stuff. They've been around here, forever. I just, just, yeah, I just got I turned on to them because I'm like, I guess that's the new norm. Everybody's getting exposed. Yeah, it's, it's coming out. Like, all right, this is the way. Like Beyonce and all of them will literally hire the best people in the gang and put them up in a big mansion with chefs, and they just create yep. for months. Yep. And they give it all to Beyonce, and then mm-hmm. she. She just picks and tri- cherry and does what she does, and everybody becomes rich. It's like shout a- out Alton for Arizona. 
that's that's called the machine so with that being said you as a songwriter you didn't have that release to even did you notice your songs was even you say you couldn't even write but did you notice once you did start writing it just dramatically was different yeah that's what I'm saying it's so soft I'm so more vulnerable now my lyrics are way more accessible as far as like the story you can tell it's like a girl who's going through something not really me but me just like making a story you know what I mean Um, but being more open to writing the story I'm singing a little more romantically I'm writing a little more romantically I was very direct and like SZA-esque or like you know Kendrick singy kind of vibey um, pattern cadence wise and now it's very like ride the melody out let the space go breathe you know think about it cry a little bit it's okay no one's here did you feel like you that you getting broke I don't want to say broken down definitely but like broken. literally broken down in order definitely literally bro I have spider like scars okay <laughs> <laughs> broken <laughs> and, and that and that acquired to possibly your new whole wave yeah. of what's coming and that's, yeah. and that's I think a lesson in it because you were out there on like faith like I yeah. don't know why you're out there on a job working in the cannabis industry and I want to touch on that too a little bit sure but you're out there on a the job but it ended up leaking over to your art and it's yeah. coming out great because you have the new single yep. Tiger Stripes which mm-hmm. is kind of Tiger Clip right. yeah I know you get yeah <laughs> yeah I mean um, if you want to talk about that how did that even come out, come about yeah so when I first moved there um, I was renting a room and above the I mean underneath my apartment complex there was this donut shop called Coco Donuts and I would go there all the time my little homegirl she would make me a little coffee in the morning and I would sing her some of my music from my password and she was like, oh my God, no, no, no. There was a guy who came in. His name is Art A.O. Kelly, who is the producer of Tiger Cub. Um, to rewind, he came in. She was playing my music. He, he was like, where is this from? She's like, he lives upstairs. Studio ended up being two blocks away from my apartment. Damn. The whole time. The yeah. whole time. So the whole time, October, studio. January, I'm over here cashing out because I'm coming with money because I don't know anybody. And they yeah, acting like, yeah. oh, you California. So, you know, it's always, where's your money at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you I know, love that Cali tax. Yeah, it's so, everywhere. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so stupid. So, um, and it ended up being blocks away. So I just went to one. I set up a session. And he found me on Instagram. We set up a session. And um, he's a really cool dude. We had a good vibe. Mm-hmm. And then that's when things started changing. So from there, I think the music was just like, write this story. Like, I needed to find a single. That was my manager was saying. Like, you need to find a single. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I need to figure out what story I'm going to write. And um, yeah, Tiger Cup just came about. He was, I was in the studio with him. He plays a trumpet. It was crazy, crazy cool. Like, you'll hear the horn in there. Yeah. And um, it just made me think of like a relationship. Boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They go to carnival. He wins her the stuffed animal. And then right. from the song, the view that you're supposed to be looking at, which is how the visual will look, the music video, is from his eyes. The, the eyes of this uh, stuffed animal. So mm-hmm. she'll throw them at him and he'll throw it at her. It'll end yeah. up in the backseat of a car or might end up on the ground in the rain because it's going to be Portland, you know, so it's going to yeah. be raining. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, the, I'm excited about it. The single comes out November 15th. Um, uh, and then… The video will come out some like time after Christmas. Have you shot the video yet? It's in the works. We've already shot two scenes, but okay. I'm still, yeah. I was about to say, working. that's a good idea. I don't want no one to hear this and steal yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, too, late. Is, too late. We already got right, that good, content good. on film. Okay. <laughs> that means, and I mean, I heard the track. I heard some of the first like cuts of it. I haven't heard yeah. the final version of anything. And I mean, and it, it, are you having a feature on there, correct, too, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Sorry about that. Yeah, Sage Woolley. He's actually a Portland native. Um, mm. So I was recording in the studio called After, or actually it's called Hollow. Halls, the engineer's name is After Dark. And he was like, Yo, I have I a rapper. Any engineer named After Dark. Yo, he's, he's a merman too. <laughs> His studio is in the basement. It's all blue. He's got this long, crazy blonde hair, ice blue eyes. Like, and, but he's like, <laughs> 
hip hop. Like I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. That's but it's very great. Portland right now. That's yeah. Like oh, the aesthetic is so Portland. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it's cool though because we communicate. Out of all the other engineers, I haven't been able to really communicate with him. So Art built the beat um, after Dark made. Uh, he did the session. The engineer did the mixing, mastering, and then Sage Woolley was a reference from him. And I came. I listened to him. And I'm like, yo, you got a crazy voice. I thought he was way older. The kid's only like 20. Doesn't Damn. even have a drive. Just got his driver's license in Oregon type of vibe. Wow. So, Damn. Yeah. It and he killed pretty, it. And he killed it. Yeah. He did a great job. I, after that, we ended up doing two more songs that day in the studio. Oh, so we got so some more heat going. I might, you know, turn into a little Fuji. Like, mm-hmm. I have this other guy who's a singer. So the three of us might kind of make like a little remake. Like a little Fuji. Hey, you just dropped dope. four bombs right now. Right oh, yeah. Now. Totally. I, I told you. It's like, <laughs> you know, dope. I'm up there hiding out. So you, you it's coming. The creative juices are 2020. There. Mickey for 2020. The campaign starts here. So what do we have... Well, I don't even want to go there. That's the yeah, lie, man. Too far. Right. Let's, let's I was going to go like, where are we going into 2020? Like, I oh, just want, I'm just curious. Yeah, man, no, cause... definitely expect a new project from me. And I know people have been, like, a lot of my fans, I haven't put a project out in, well, now three years. So, what was the last? It was Essentials. Uh, Essentials, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. That's like when I was working with Willie B and Champions Only and all of them. So, that experience, that was like my LA time. I feel like right. I graduated, I need a little break. And then here we are now, just kind of reintroducing some of the old music I was already making. I started in reggae. Yeah. So, I wasn't even doing hip hop until about seven years ago. I remember that. Yeah. yeah and I was 19 singing in reggae clubs and weddings and stuff. So, and that was Damn. to pay through college. Like, that was how I was getting around that and. Cannabis. What was your uh, your first project? <laughs> when did you make your first project? Um, I made my first project in 2009. 2009. Yep. In Rialto. Okay. <laughs> with this, as part of this company called Phenom Music. And they were like this little, small, little writing camp. And um, we started. That was my first project. But when I first started making music, I was like 19. Okay. And I was in a reggae band called Roots Collective. So were you ever uh, a part of the era of like having to slang your own mixtape? Oh, yeah. For sure. That's where High Grade <laughs> Volume… Was in the That's why I got High Grade Volume 1, High Grade okay. Volume 2. Okay. Um, I have a project called Half Baked, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Actually, was putting out a project. Yeah, it has like some of the movie clips in there. Um, on my band camp. So it's, that's like… If you ever wanted to hear my history of like when I started from 2009 till right now, 2019, uh-huh. it would be mickeytaylor.bandcamp.com. That's lit. And it's like I maybe like nine different projects. And you can the, hear the That's voice. the best thing about the internet is that you yeah. it's the Girl, database. Let's get back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, they've been doing this. Yeah. That's the hub. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't lie. When I first heard you, your music was um, through the Rick that the song you did with Richard Wright. Uh, Mary oh, that's Jane. my boy. Yeah, Richard Wright. For I love the that first song when I first first heard it. Yeah. Right song. Song. Mm-hmm. And then when the video y'all awesome. did it together, it's like a whole new situation. Yeah. yeah, that was the goal. I wanted to be the Mary that he was talking about in the first song, and then we remade it to that. So we never made a video for that, but we're actually planning a tour next year together. So because Richard Rice's new album was crazy. Yeah, right. Too. Him, my boy Pistol, Waju, like Huss, like we all that's when I kind of left out of IE and went into Long Beach after Cal Poly. It was like those are the people that I first connected, and like that was the lane that Lamert Park crew. I was going to mm-hmm. all those like, you know, the space for the studios, and Mike West was helping me record and learn my voice and stuff. So I've been around for sure. Damn. That's lit. You put in definitely that sweat. Oh, I've been putting hours, in the work. I've been spending the night in the studios and paid for studios and figured it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you, so what would you say? 
is the main difference you you see in the music industry now from then now from like slinging your own music to now the streamings do you feel like it's more money now less money or do you like the business side of it because you've seen all aspects of the music industry at least from it's growing because you've been doing it for you know a decade plus yeah yeah yeah. no um definitely a difference i think with the way music is going now you can still like get it hand to hand to mouth so to speak or trunk to to retail or consumer Mm -hmm. um but i think the internet just gives you the ability to do it and multitask so if you're not using it it's kind of like working against your benefit because it's there like it's there so it's really just your own what i learned and this is about being when i got separated from cali like you have to be self-motivating and that's your passion that's your project i no longer had handlers i no longer had a budget i no longer you know that wasn't not just mine you know yeah Yeah, because you had a whole label i had a team i had a situation that was set up correctly for me to succeed and we did succeed we did really well you know we got you guys were talking about japan and you know that that was a whole thing my music got moved out there and we did really well in the charts that way with r&b um but i was just i'm ready i was ready for something else i feel you right Right. I feel you. Yeah. Well, second thing I wanted to bring up with is with the cannabis side of it, because we, yeah. we touched on a little bit of the music, but I wanted to talk about how your can- the cannabis is tied into your music a lot, too. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I just know, especially the, I always bring up the high grade album, because that's just like one of my smoking albums I just go to. Like, literally, the way you talked about it, you don't ever really necessarily say weed or Kush or you literally use every other word to use and go around kind of like how Rick James made Mary Jane too the same way mm-hmm. and I feel like that's something that I like about it because I don't even want to necessarily call your music stoner music or like but it is just good music to smoke to but it's also like very beautiful R&B also yeah. can you talk about how you like you know How'd you form that? That's a hard line to go. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. I think I was blessed starting in reggae first because um, reggae is one of those foundational musics. Mm-hmm. So learning Six Bar Blues, learning how music is constructed in one drop and the different rhythms and understanding the levels of music, um, I I always had that as my training background, right? Mm-hmm. So then going into hip-hop, I knew I never wanted to go like divulge straight into being a hip-hop female artist or a super R&B like, Deborah Cox off the closet artist either. (laughs) So I had to figure out a way to blend the two. And I think it just worked to my benefit. When I finally found hip hop, I listened to a lot of rap and I would like figure out that reggae is kind of like similar, but slowed down. And then I'm singing. So like match the two and I'm a soundtrack to what I like to do the most smoke. So if I'm smoking, what would be the soundtrack? I'm that music. I should be that voice. So then I just started creating stories around that and like trying to figure out how my life could intertwine or the people around me could intertwine to whatever the beats that I was hearing at the time. Were you getting like sponsorships and like opportunities from cannabis in the beginning, like early stages of when it was getting legal in California? Yeah. So like Jungle, I was with Jungle Boys Girl for a minute. I definitely did like the Chiba Chew Girl thing. Um, I was, yeah. Corova. Oh my God. The 500 milligram uh, black bars. I used to go to parties with them and like have to pass those. Wait, you're passing out 500 milligrams? What the hell is that? Those are, Those are edibles. Crazy. Don't touch loco. them. It was don't a four loco. Oh it was a four loco of like edibles. It's the four loco of edibles. It's n- it's gnarly. I don't even know if they have them still in California. Oh I haven't been around God. in a while. But Look at him. He's like, yeah, <laughs> the limit. He, he hates, hates edibles. edibles. He hates edibles. Edibles are intense. <laughs> Stand them. Edibles are intense. Edibles if, I, are intense. if there was a way to scale out it being the same every single time or like something being a certain dosage, then I think I'll like them. But yeah. the times that I fucked up. 
I took a little piece of something and it just folded me. No, I totally understand. Cannabis is really, really interesting of a substance, right? And your chemicals already. Yeah. So if you think about you're doing science with yourself every time. Mm-hmm. And the way you ingest that is going to give you a totally different Completely reaction or effect different. compared to any other person. Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn that more so being so into the cannabis industry as opposed to being like the customer side? Yeah, definitely. Um, I got into cannabis at first just by buttending and reception. I used to work at Dank Depot. <laughs> hey, I used to go to. Was that in Long Beach? It was in Long Beach. Hey, Dave Depot had gas. So I always thought I was like, oh shit! I used to go to Dave Depot. Yes, I did not know you were that Dave Depot. Oh yeah, I was like head bud tender for the long. Man, time. me and Steve-O <laughs> used to go there. Damn. Yeah, shout that was out the O. Yeah, <laughs> But my boss was crazy. She was like this Native American Cherokee woman that was like, but she had ice blue eyes and brunette hair, and like she looked Italian, and she would just everybody needs to know what it is that you're selling. So she would like give us books and like make us read articles and you know she would teach us stuff so I really did learn the science behind it I got into the grow room at at one point and was like starting that process and figuring out that and then I was like nope don't want to do this too much energy exchange you know what I mean you're like growing things and they're like yeah it's too much harvesting is hard Um, it's way too deep especially when you get into where it's the actual industry and the pheno and you have to do this duplicate all the time it has to come consistent like consistent results every single time or that pound drops in weight, that pound drops in price. Like yeah. it's it's just like the wine industry at this point, which is why I'm pretty excited. Like when I got the opportunity to interview, I was like, hell yeah. I got there. The company only lasted like four months. Mm-hmm. And so I was unemployed for a month, a thousand miles wait, away. Wait, wait, slow down. Oh yeah. So the original like, job you went up there for, that was in the cannabis is not industry. the job I have now. Yeah, no. Damn. So the original job I was working in sourcing, right? So I was going to farms picking up 500, 600 pounds at a time and taking them to these distillate farms <laughs> so that they would be Traffic. processed into... Wait, you, know, you were over here with the 600 Ps? Yeah, but it's way different up there. They have like barcodes from seed to sell. Everything is tracked. Like yeah. they literally have a time and a manifest of like you, you got to be from point A to point B in two hours and we'll know if you don't have it, that signature with that time on the other side, like you're getting fined two racks. Like stuff like that. Damn. Oregon don't play. They figured yeah. out a way to like make it sufficient. Blue, yeah, blue collar for sure. Um, but the company was a Canadian owned company. So I think there was just, you know, situations everybody is different. So next thing you know, people is getting laid off and the company was closing down. So I was like, man, I gotta figure this out. And I just started applying. And I was like, I have the experience. It's a legal industry. Let me just get a weed resume. Like legit. Like, why don't I, I just you. make a weed resume? And then the second I started doing that. I went on Indeed and there was like 275 herb jobs. I was like, what? <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Three hours. I was just clicking, 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 going through, going through. Um, I knew that I wanted to work in corporate cannabis because that's how I got there. And, you know, having health insurance and having benefits was important to me because I'm a thousand miles away from everything I know. What if something happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, by after six interviews, I got the company I work for now. And they're actually the first ever, like, publicly traded company. They're the, like one of the first dispensaries and cannabis co- corporations on the West Coast in California. Wait so I actually so work for like... traded on the stock market now? Oh yeah, we're publicly traded on the stock market. Like 401k, I got... Like, yeah, yeah. That's like I'm, I'm in there now as far as like pioneering yourself through a new industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Is that the future of where cannabis is going? Oh, it's about sure. to become just straight corporate now? Like, Yeah. There, I mean, it's just like television, right? There's Or radio, anything like that. There's these five major like companies that own these... And then you have all these little umbrella subsidiaries of them. And it's going to be the exact same thing. The difference with Portland and Mm -hmm. Oregon is that they keep it craft. They don't like 
turn it into like, you know, we have a taco session that's like 1,500 people and everybody yeah. just, everybody, we come from Kentucky or whoever, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's completely different there. It's very like a store. Like you're walking into one that looks like Forever 21. You're walking into mine and mine looks like a train station. Like mm-hmm. mine is like an old throwback kind of train station vibe. So. Do you even think, so that's the major difference you would say between the cannabis industry in California and the cannabis industry in Oregon? It's just the aesthetic wise and just how it's ran or, because honestly, Oregon's been legal longer, hasn't it been? Yeah. Than California? Yeah, and Oregon was, they did medical first. So like when, Mm. you know, they did it right first, I'll say that. When you were talking about dosages and stuff like that, they actually have edibles that are that way. They're screened out like that. And I blew my mind when I got that. I was like, oh, this is is intense. I've never seen this before because I was growing up off Rice Krispie treats and, you know, there's no consistency out here. Um, But I think the difference really is that California is too big to even be completely blue market like oops, excuse me like Oregon is mm-hmm. um, we still gonna have the black market there's no way you can't tell me I can't do what I need to do if I own this house in the hills and you can't get to me within 45 minutes you get what I'm saying so that's how that that's how that's getting down and you know we have so many abandoned buildings that people can just pop up buy a little buy a whole bunch have some girls open for three months get some return close yeah. down and be out the way that's impossible that's every dispensary in the Inland Empire I've yes. seen that's the, honestly yeah. they all like come for like two months three months that's and planned. then you love them that is planned like you really start becoming like fans of these dispensaries and then I will say Paris got it figured out though yeah. They might have either Yeah like I mean A lot yeah. of the places They've either You can purchase the licenses But they're grandfathered right So it was back pre-ICO Like 2007 When 2008 So you're like Buying a liquor license Essentially And some of these Are like 7.2 million dollars And they come with the space And the people already But you gotta just Come with the capital That's the difference From here and there you can still like go to OLCC and sit in this <laughs> Like I had to go to A town hall meeting With like the governors Right here talking about vaping Damn. That's so, not happening in California. Why Why do you think it's not happening? It's just too big? It's too big. It's too big. It's too many markets. And we got too many dirty and clean people living in one big state. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, True. Yeah. It's too much of a mix for Everybody you to just, just try to regulate. from it too long. Like. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. the other thing. There's like cartel and infrastructure that have been here for so long yeah. that, you know, honestly feed the community and feed the people that they're around and their, you know, their environment. So if you take that infrastructure away, imagine what you would do if you, t- you know what I mean? To, yeah. the, to the whole district. Where... What now? Here's a question I just want to know because I haven't been to Oregon yet. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm planning to go soon. How do you rate the marijuana in tasting wise and potency from what you've had in Southern California to out there? California got the best weed. Everybody says that. California got the best weed. Yeah. Now, when it comes to outdoor, when you're thinking about like growing some flower outdoor, like, oh my gosh, like Mother Earth, it should grow, you know? Yeah. Oregon got some fire. Like they have some like some fire, but there's nothing like there's nothing like California herb. And a lot of it is because we started in indoor. We started in hydro. We had to hide. We had to go inside. We had to be scientists first. They just throwing stuff out there with the sun and letting True. it grow. Our shit's mm-hmm. like scientifically Nitro, made to be the most CO2. Gases, yeah, yeah. Fires we, we are making that. Yeah, we made X-Men of weed. Like all terpenes and trichomes and all that manipulating that. We started that. Yeah. That in Denver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that would probably be the second best. I would say they got the best indoors Denver. But you know, they also are like marbles. I haven't been to Portland, but I went to Denver. We went to a match shop, and it was cool. Like, mm-hmm. 
It gets you high. Yeah, it gets you that's high. That's organ. That's literally <laughs> organ. We, yeah, we blew through that weed. Yeah. Don't they have like brands but, like Jungle Boys and like Cookies and like all those brands like that we have out there? Don't they have it out there too? They're farms. So they have major farms that like dispense to all the different retail spaces. So if you're a connoisseur shopper and you only want, shout out Deep Creek Farms, you know, you're going to be going to stores where only that flower is sold. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but that's the only way to really like alienate certain parts of the market in that regard. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there any other area like outside of Portland like Eugene or anything that's like yeah, popping I mean, with that? Um, Eugene, yeah. So yeah. my sister's store is actually in Eugene. Okay. So the company I work for, Harborside, they purchased two new spaces. One in Portland, one in Eugene. I run Portland. My sister's store run, is a, uh, my counterpart runs Eugene. But it's three hours out. Mm-hmm. So you're doing like hippies versus millennials. So our, our stores okay. are still two separate. They're two different markets. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, there's over 200 and something stores and, like, 900 farms in the state of Oregon. And then, like, what? per capita, the most strip clubs. So That's, they, I always hear that. Yeah, too. I always yeah. hear the they got, club, Yeah, the strip clubs got bomb vegan food, though. Wait, what? <laughs> per capita. <laughs> he just blew, fucking, yeah. just blew his mind. Wait, there's yeah. vegan yeah. food at the strip club? There's vegan food everywhere in Portland, first off. See, and definitely at the strip club. Damn, plant-based Big Cali got to go yep. to fucking... Plant-based Big Cali got to go to I'm Portland. Done. Plant-based <laughs> Big Cali goes to Portland. Eating cauliflower wings. Yeah, I was just going to say, they the strip club. Smoking gas. <laughs> Chilling, yeah. man. How is the, um, the beer up there? The beer is great. Yeah, I mean, beer, coffee, and like out there, outdoors is yeah. like what Portland or Oregon in general is kind of known for. I went to Portland, I've probably been like three times, but... Mm-hmm. Like in my younger twenties, when like I really didn't like care to go to like bars and like try new good of beer. Of course, yeah. So now I know I would be like all the way on it. Yeah, and, no, definitely. They have this thing called a pub crawl, which is really cool. So you're like on this like bicycle that has 13 people around it with this top, and you just like this little maneuvered <laughs> bicycle thing, and you're just drinking, and you're stopping at bars, and you're just drinking, and then you're stopping at another bar. That's lit. Um, and they'll tell you like the hops and the IPAs and all this percentages and stuff. It's a lot, personally. I mean, <laughs> that's just not my. You know, what yeah. I mean? like yeah. I like tequila you know (laughs) I like like red wine like that's me so for me the beer is just like a lot and I've seen a lot of people do crazy shit when they're like way drunk off a few pictures out there because it just hits harder yeah what are the smoking laws like out there like can you just walk around and smoke or like yeah you could be at a park and like smoke and stuff um you can smoke in your car you cannot smoke in your apartment like inside because you do not own it it has to be a private space so you either have to own your so technically yeah technically that's how they can get you and they will like Try to break your lease and fine you and send an attorney. Yeah. You cannot smoke in your unit, like in your actual. And you just just crumbled my whole (laughs) shit. So I got to own. That's the only way I can smoke. It has to be a private space to consume indoors. So we have smoking lounges, like there's the Northwest Cannabis Club, there's a flight flight lounge or whatever, where you can go and you pay a fee. Flight lounge. That just sounds But every time you go, you pay (laughs) a fee. (laughs) Try to go to the flight lounge. It's cool. (laughs) 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 We got Lyle's out here. It's way, way more efficient. Like, yeah. That's crazy. That's man. crazy. You say you at Harbor Harborside Inc. Yep. Wait a minute. Now, if I, I could be mistaken, but if last I remember, it, that was like one of the companies that was like fighting for the laws. That, yeah, yeah. That's Dance, on like every Steve documentary. Mm-hmm. He and was like, like the dude the... with the ponytail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damn, that's the you work for them. Mm-hmm. My bad. I just had a real life friend. Gang, gang. Like, yeah. No, like in the cannabis industry, they're like the OG, yeah. OG company. Yep, what did yep. you see? They run what the are you talking about? You documentary? Every, any, you go on Netflix, any basic weed documentary where it talks about weed getting legalized. His name is Dan D'Angelo, I believe. Dan D'Angelo or Steve D'Angelo. When it's like, Dan yeah, D'Angelo. he even had He's like a, like, di- he even had a series. 
that like went on like and it showed the inside of like his dispensaries when they first opened. Yes, San Jose. That's yeah. Oakland. Yeah. Now those stores are grossing twelve million dollars a year. Wow. <laughs> Off the loud. They just opened a, a for the first ever drive through. The drive that first ever drive through. Yeah. Desert Hot, that's that's my where company. Vegas is. That's Vegas, my company. Where, Desert Hot Springs. That drive through. That's my Mike company. Mike Tyson did it's the crazy. thing on Jimmy Kimmel at that thing with the. Uh, okay. They're doing it. They're really doing it. I mean, it's you. If you lock down the market, even as an artist, like just to get into these spaces where this is the next wave creatively and financially, where we're going. Yeah. You'd be smart. It would. It would behoove you not to. So it's a spot that has a drive-through. You just pull up and order like a desert hot springs right there in between Palms, wow. uh, between Coachella and Palm Springs. Okay. Is it on the one eleven? Mm-hmm. Everything is on that. Damn <laughs> Everything's street. on that goddamn street, man. Highway <laughs> <laughs> one eleven has every restaurant has that Reeve goes to that's fire in Palm Springs. Yep, got it all. Hey, Palm Springs is fire. Palm Springs is next, next Hawaii too. You know, mm-hmm. I heard about this uh, in Palm Springs. Uh, it's a big space. It's like a big warehouse space, and you could like, I guess, rent. A section of it, okay. and they'll grow your weed for you. But well, you that just makes rent out the, the that's space. smart. I mean, and yeah. that's the thing that I love about Cali. Like that's yeah. something I haven't even heard because I've been over there. Yeah. But that's smart. Like mm-hmm. if you're thinking the next way forward, it's like your storage unit, hydroponic system for yourself. If I'm yeah. paying you to grow it for me, you're now supplying my monthly habit. I no longer have to go to the store. Yep. Smart. Yeah. That's yep. A, that's a weed. That's Netflix for my herb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tight. And if you got a little clientele, then you just own you pack it, you it out, and you really no. don't. I pay you a monthly fee, and that's it. After that, I need that number though. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I got you, you know, right after the show. Yeah, That's too much chicken, man. But no, nah, man, before we get out of here, man, I want to talk um, a little bit more about some stuff coming up for you in the near future. Yeah. Um, you already are saying, you know, you got projects coming out. Do we have at least, you know, when the, the full project, or at least estimating where you think it was going to come? Yeah, um, it should be coming out like second quarter ish sometime, is what I'm thinking. That was thinking. the most industry answer. That was perfect. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, expect, <laughs> expect the video first quarter. Definitely expect some merch. And new websites. Um, I am doing more podcast things because I have to get used to like. I was gonna being bring okay that up too. I remember you were uh, where you were telling me ideas you're gonna have for your podcast. You want to start? Yeah. So I have a. It's four girls. Uh, I've met them all in Pacific Northwest, but they're all uh, on the spectrum of like female sexuality. So there's one that's full lesbian, one that's asexual, one that's sapiosexual. You know, and basically it's just ta- touching on like sexuality from the female's perspective mm-hmm. from a female who may not be the normal female. Right. That's lit. Hey, man. We got to have Very that happen immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I need that yeah. first And they're gorgeous. Episode. And they're all like, ugh, they're, they're fire. I don't even know. I feel like it's the power of manifestation, right? This uh-huh. is something I was talking to you about maybe four months ago. Yeah. I just, uh, finding a community of women for yourself as a woman, being by yourself is really, is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, women, like make sure you guys be nicer to each other because um, <laughs> you can really like hinder, like it right. can, it can really hinder you and your development if you do not have that like sex in the city vibe and those women to kind of go and run, just like you guys have with your boys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and yep. I think because women are so much more conniving, they're less likely to do it. And ain't too many shows where I see all women for years. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the view. Except for like the view. Like exactly. And they even switched off members a few times. So. <laughs> and that's not even relating to the new woman now. So the new woman yeah. now that's 25 to 35 or even 18 to 35. Like, there you is know, no a show. different woman. Yeah, true that. She's tatted. She's all show for women trying right stuff, now in that age stuff. demographic. Uh-uh. Yeah, especially not talking about oh, sexuality too and like yeah. pregnancy and like all, you know, not to be weird, but you yeah. know, all those no, things no, no, that no, yeah. we nervous about now because we're not the, I'm not my mom. You know what I mean? And I'm not my grandma. Yeah. So who I am and what's been done and damaged to my body or not damaged to my body, you know, yeah, affects you. So, you know, people should talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. Millennials and Generation What is it Z Y yeah, Whatever they Z. are After that will really Really fuck with that Yeah It's, I'm so. it's yeah. very relatable You know And they're all different We're all different races We're all you know Different sides of that spectrum You know what I mean Even including myself So I think it works out Right It works out well Just like how you guys Are doing what you're doing And creating a community mm-hmm. These people probably Really listen and really need this Right And so that's what I'm just Hoping to create for my own self And like and, my and fans there's no More women is, around There is no that For especially that kind of woman or Yeah That young girl The right spectrum now. female Yeah There is no yeah. I can't yeah. think of like yeah. One that's like Non-biased Four different views Yeah Four different ways Of looking at it But it's like All one common goal Yeah And I even hear that Through your music though too That's like, always been always... my thing That's what high grade Essentially means It was always like Presenting yourself as a female Like on a silver platter Like a little higher Or another above Or like the high grade shelf I'm always going to get My flower from And You know what I mean mm-hmm. It's just It's a little more delicate You should just be A little tighter Safer around it Make sure it's safe Protect it yeah. um, But when you open it And it's there It's like abundant and it's unique and it's something to treasure so that's kind of how I feel about women in general I feel about myself and I just feel like that should be like pushed forward that's just the platform I come from I feel you that's what's up man well Mickey man Honestly, it's been great having you here, man. I, I don't. We, we talked a lot about Oregon. Yeah. A lot about. I think. I, I think I really am prepared to go up there now. Honestly. Yeah, you, you got me. So holla at me when you get up there. For Have sure. you heard of the day fade? No. Okay. What's I know day? someone up there that does video work for them, and it's okay. like a new popping party in Portland area. It's okay. called Day Fade. Day Fade. Yeah. Is it like during the summer? It's Maybe. during. Yeah, I think I'm, there's one it's in raining all the time. June and August. Oh, okay. But he was oh, telling me about is it. it at, I think it's at that rooftop Division Heights thing. I didn't know the name of it. I think yeah, I know what you're talking about. I though. Yeah, I've it. been there. It's popping. And they have Magic Mondays too. Okay. The Magic Mondays. <laughs> yeah. They're there. The like the people of color are there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just gotta find the community. I'll be telling yeah. you, Big C, I'll be knowing about the shit that be I going on. You know about <laughs> the king, all these functions. The fun, man. I know where the functions be. I've been hearing about them. <laughs> here to the streets. Man, um, where can the people get all your music, get your visuals, merch? Yes, definitely. They, you can find me under me, Mickey Taylor, M-I-C-K-E-Y-T-A-E-L-O-R. I'm on all music digital streaming platforms. All my videos are up online on MickeyTaylor.bandcamp.com or YouTube or Tidal or Spotify Let's go. or all of those. <laughs> hey, man. And definitely you got to come back next time you're back in town. I'm here. I'm here. And it's or- my first like hip-hop podcast ever. Oh, really? Oh, that's lit. That's, that's, that's lit, man. Well, I, hey, man. I can't wait to see that video that with that. The tiger, tiger Cub yeah. Tiger Cub Coming soon Yeah Christmas First quarter something like Okay cool Oh yeah coming out on Single drops November 15th okay. November 15th Big up Empire <laughs> Let's go Yeah November 15th man um, Also for all your Podcast needs Audio and visual Go to Productiveculture.com Backslash podcast And the how did you hear About us section Put in Argoon Radio For that special discount Have your shit sounding Amazing <laughs> Like I said Shit in the middle Amazing of Amazing Remarkable <laughs> What did I say earlier What was it Something's I don't know Amazingly I, Amazingly oh, Amazingly Yeah It was for sure amazingly Amazingly something <laughs> I, I don't that remember was, man I smoked too much already Jordan's man. gonna go back And he's gonna Jordan's gonna yeah. come back And go look at it man <laughs> What that rare term was <laughs> <laughs> Alright man But also for all your clothes Accessories Go to utblifestyle.shop Yeah We still got some stuff Available from the fall collection Couple things Couple things Hey is the recap coming man What's up It's coming I, got, I mean, I'm just okay. wondering You know we want the exclusives yes. You know I know Thanksgiving You know Christmas is coming up uh sometime between november and december it'll it'll drop i don't want to 
just I don't want to name any particular dates because then when it doesn't happen, people be trolling me. Boom. I'm for sure. <laughs> now you see, you gotta. What's up, Reem? Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, Serious. Bro, fucked up. For sure, man. And also, but in the meantime, for the Shark Hoodie, the Taylor Gang, yeah. UTV collab, Shark Hoodie, go to TaylorGang.com. Yeah, go in the store and then it's under uh, Wiz's picks, you know, to yep. a little special section. For sure, for sure, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, man, any final things y'all want to say before we get out of here? Uh, nah, I, just, I love talking to artists, you know, millennials. I like, and especially like having a girl perspective on artists. Is this our first girl artist? Yes, you are hey. the first hey. girl artist. Hey, hey, shout that out. Well, you guys picked right, and so did I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it, man. Yeah. Anything final words, Marshall? Candles coming soon, man. Tap in holiday Yeah, I'm going to get some of those, actually. We I was talking about that. I need Candles some. Candles coming soon. Let's go. All right, man. But anyway, it's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Cameron. Some ladies do call me Superman. Mickey Taylor, thank you once again. Ew, thank you for having me. <laughs> that was rare. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was nice, right? I looked down for a second and I heard that voice. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, that was good. That's Mickey Taylor, man. That's good. <laughs> All right, man. She does this. Rare Argoon. <laughs> Two steps, shoddy. Uh huh. Dream Hef. Big Dog. Loud is barking apart. Let's go. Let's get it. It's your boy, Marshall. We out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is Argoon Radio, man. Peace. You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. <laughs>